I can't hear myself though. Can I hear myself? Yeah. Test, test. Yeah, I can hear myself. Yo, what's going on? Oh my gosh. Okay, we're recording. It's time for real. <laughs> Good Lord, y'all. My God. You know, honesty is the best policy here is straight quack. And we tried this a second ago and it was not recorded. No, what threw me off is when it started and you weren't paying attention. That's what just yeah, happened. She's on her phone. I'm like, do I ever start the <laughs> podcast off? That was so weird for me. I'm irritated now. Oh. <laughs> I did not want to start this. Who does that? I mean, but it was so natural. It sounded real. I had to did. bring your energy to saying hello to someone. That's not what I do. Hey, y'all. What's up? This right. <laughs> Like, mm, I'm not feeling this. <laughs> and I had such high energy the first time. That's why too. I don't understand when you knew we were starting over, why you were texting me. I didn't when we hear just ready, set, go. The intro played in the headphones before we started. <laughs> okay, what's up? Episode 19. Why are you like this? What's up, y'all? This is Just Nick. Follow oh. me on IG at Just Nick underscore 91. Oh, and it's that crazy creative. You know how I do, aka Clover with a K. Type both of those in and you'll find me on IG. Woo, how was y'all's week? I mean, golly. Can you believe it's Sunday? It don't feel like it. Okay, this week felt like it was never ending. Um, never. It was real busy, you know, work-wise. It and felt then, like a week was a month. No facts. <laughs> like, first of all, what's making everything seem so long is it's on and off, you know, rain, you know. And um, so I'm glad. I'm hoping that that's over, although my watch is saying that it's going to be storming by 8 again. Oh. So, yeah. We got to get up and get out of here. <laughs> but I'm really hoping that that's like a fluke. You know, we get back to some regular Dallas weather where they say rain and it doesn't happen and we go back into a drought. We'll love that. Cause I'm ready to, you know, I'm ready for it to be summertime for real. I mean, cause I need more than like, I think I had, no, I was in Florida when I had my first pool day. So See, it's not fun. Yeah. How was, um, your week? Oh my gosh, y'all. Let me tell you. So I feel like I just talked about, oh, it's the reason why the week feels so long is cause we just recorded and so much has, has happened between oh, the time we did we record record. Wednesday, didn't we? Yes. It feels like so much happened between then and now. That's facts. Like, I think when I t- when we recorded, I didn't have gigs. You did not. I did not. So <laughs> that's what it is. So um, sometime between Wednesday and, I guess, technically uh, this weekend, I got not one, but two DJ gigs. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, so I was DJing at uh, Kona Grill in Plano. There's one in Dallas, but there's also one in Plano. Uh, for those who aren't native to Dallas, they both in Dallas, just in different places. Uh, <laughs> 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 <I mean, laughs> they really about 30 minutes away from each other. Yeah. Yeah, but... but it's still, it's, they, people consider all of Dallas, like if it's in the Metroplex, it's Dallas. So yeah. That's facts. So it's in Plano uh, though. Yeah, it's in Plano. For those native to Dallas, it's uh, like Plano, Plano, Plano too, like West Plano. It is definitely Plano, Plano. Yeah, not even like seventy-five Plano. It's Dallas North Tollway and Park Plano by um, Willow Bend Mall. Yes, mm-hmm. it's Plano for real. But those right. who aren't native, I don't want y'all looking it up on the map. Thomas, Mama, come visit Plano, Texas. <laughs> Plano's actually not that bad. It's fun to yeah, hang in Plano. This is true. I mean, I guess you could stay there, but it's still part of the DF Dub. Right. More on the D side than the F Dub. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, uh, it's a suburb, a suburb of Dallas, I guess we could say. Yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, so I DJed there, and then I was in. 
Frisco, which is up the street from my house. Um, yeah, they connect. Yeah. So uh, to think of it, where you were today, we passed where I was yesterday. yesterday. We literally seen it. Both of them right off the highway, just opposite sides of the same highway. Pretty much. So I end up having two gigs. One was like a happy hour situation, uh, just kind of easy listening pop. And then the brunch was like throwbacks. It was, but non um, specific. Did I say it right? That lisp gets me. But say that one more time. Let me hear you say it. Sorry, it I need to hear you say. It. <laughs> I hate that word. It's specific. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I purposely avoid saying specific. Specific. Mm, okay, you can skip it now. <laughs> Go ahead. I just wanted to hear you say it one more time. You gave me more than it's I on record to. now. Right. <laughs> but not yeah, editing that out. <laughs> can't say that word yeah i'm not it's oh yeah we need to have that forever yeah, we gotta leave it there mm-hmm. yeah i'm okay i can't say it <laughs> but <laughs> no non-detailed okay that works uh, <laughs> play uh throwbacks so i uh you know i got to have fun and do my thing there and i mean i got good responses like saturday night <laughs> Jeez. always Gene um, Saturday, I mean, Saturday night, uh, it was supposed to go till 10, and they asked the kid to stay till 11, so that's a good sign. Always. Yeah, and so it's not an official, like, my residency, but I am part of a little crew that will be doing the DJing for Kona Grills. So either Love the that. North Park location or the, uh, or the Plano location. So I prefer the West Plano. Look that's at a the shorter kid. drive for me. <laughs> So I'm out here. I'm a full DJ in the streets, you know. I got me a little semi-residency. And then um, I filled in for uh, DJ TJ today uh, before recording uh, for a brunch set um, at J. Theo's in uh, Frisco. And that was cool. And the responses I got was good. Nick, you pulled up for the last little bit. So you got to see a little of the vibe. Oh, yeah, it was pretty dope. And you actually still had it going, you know, uh, when I got there. You had something, you know, you had your um, your stuff, you know, finishing up your set there. And, you know, they made a pretty good old-fashioned, which I always enjoy. Uh, tried a new bourbon today. I actually don't remember the name of it, but I enjoyed it. Wow. You like old-fashioned? Oh, that's my favorite drink. That was just such a hard drink. It was actually really good, though. Like It was on the sweeter side so for an old-fashioned, but it was... I mean, you could still, the bourbon was a 10-year-old bourbon, which was really good. Um, but old fashions are my drink, though. Okay. Mm-hmm. They are just so, they're like, they feel so rough, like like a dude-dude drink that's like 50. <laughs> like You remember I told him when I met him about him and his house code, his library, and his cigars. She that's, really told yeah. me this. Yes, she did. That's what she said she would picture me as at home wearing a house coat. Yeah, Smoking old fashions are just rough, man. I tried it. I was like, I can't, I can't drink it. Really? Yeah. Oh, I, I love old fashioned. Those are my favorite. You see what we drinking right now? <laughs> this is this is mine. <laughs> I can't. Oof, man. But this is actually some really good sangria. I told you this that sangria sneak up on you. I love it, but Dangerous. it ain't rough. That it ain't hard. It ain't you know. It don't make you. It don't grow hair on your chest. That's what she said about the um, old fashioned I gave her today. She's yeah. like, it won't put hair on my chest. Yeah, it was actually oh, okay. pretty good. I ain't even gonna lie. I was like, oh, I could sip on this. I mean, it ain't quite for you yet, friend. But I don't think so. 
don't think we would if it, if it's a if it's an old fashioned that I can drink, it's probably not an old fashioned. I mean, I don't think like today, tomorrow, but maybe like in twelve years. Not it may not be an old fashioned for me because <laughs> I think old fashions are still the same. And if it's and they all remain hard like that. Well, it's different like whiskeys and mm-hmm. like so you find like a better whiskey. This whiskey, I don't particularly like them myself but this one was like palatable okay so i feel like the closest i get to a hard drink like that is a hot toddy and that's when i'm sick so <laughs> well you can't taste nothing anyway so you it don't really taste much of nothing no way <laughs> that's that that's my hard drink and we put oh, we drink it with 101 Ooh. yeah mm. wild turkey Ooh. okay well that's a, it um, put you to bed wild turkey mm. oh, it my will goodness. put you to bed <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, so yeah, man, my week just was crazy. I know. I'm so happy you are um, DJing out here in these streets, uh, and you should have never given me access to the IG for Straight Guac because I, I seen that. I was like, who tag no, Straight Guac? Tag. I said, because oh. <laughs> you know, uh, DJ the girl I DJ under, she had um, mentioned me and was like, yeah, you know, gave me my little Facebook kudos. And I shared it, and next thing I know, everybody was like, oh, my gosh, I didn't know you were a DJ, and I'm so grateful for the support. But I, I was like, well, what am I supposed to say? I was joking with Nick. I was like, thank you. Was I supposed to announce, hello, Facebook followers and friends? I am now pursuing this jockey <laughs> as a profession. <laughs> Please govern your support accordingly. <laughs> like, <laughs> How was the announcement supposed to go? Yeah, support is a weird thing. It's kind of like, you know, do you go off and tell everyone you're doing it or do you just do it, you know, let it be out there, of course, do your thing, and then people that you know follow? Like, should I really go off and tell everybody, hey, follow me, support me, people that I know, you know? How yeah. is that supposed to work? Like, it feels kind of weird. <laughs> It's weird on a two-way street because, one, you're asking people. You know, you don't want to ask anybody to do anything because then it's more like, are they supporting me out of obligation or because they actually like what I'm doing? So you have that, especially if you're, you know, in this world where you all are trying to please people, you know, in their taste. And then the other part of it is how do you receive the support that's given if it's not something that you would traditionally, you know, take in? Like, how do I receive, you know, or how do I react to saying this, you know, trying to... um show excitement and, you know, gratitude for something that I typically, you know, that I'm not used to anyway. So I think that all, you know, I think that all plays a little part in it there. But, yeah, I feel you. Um, I wouldn't know how to do it. That's why I don't ever want to be, like, on the scene for anything. Yeah. um, Yeah. But let me tell you what I did learn. Actually, before I go into that, Nick, how was your the rest of your week? Okay. Oh, yeah, I think it was good. I mean, I think it was <laughs> You were there. Yeah, you know, I was pretty much surviving. I mean, um, you know, had some guests, you know, over this weekend. Um, had some work to do, finish helping some cousins move and, you know, putting some stuff together. Um, and then yesterday it was just real, you know, like hot. And it was just a weirdly hot at night. So I got in a pool by my house. And that was pretty much that. I mean... You know, I'm happy that it's over because, yeah, I need just a really, like, relaxing weekend in general just to do absolutely nothing. Same. 
honestly, I feel like I just work my ass off. Like the gigs, I'm so grateful for. But it it feel like it came and then. I don't know. It's like I came back from Florida and it was like full go because we still recorded. I had gigs and there's prep for gigs and I still was working at the optical. So it was just like nonstop. So I'm happy, man. And I'm supposed to celebrate Gene with his birthday coming up. Woot, woot. Woot, woot, Tuesday. Yeah. So on Tuesday, everybody go to Instagram, username Gene and tell Gene happy birthday. I mean, you're going to hear this on Wednesday, but... Oh, dang. I, for- I always forget about that. Mm-hmm. should release on Tuesday this week. Mm. Since, you know. Yeah, if we do. I'm, I'm just so playing. Okay. We should. You know, we shouldn't. Just, just for birthday episode. Right. Okay, on Wednesday, just go on and say happy belated birthday to username Gino IG. Do it. Uh, but, yeah, so that's it. How you feeling walking into your Jesus year? Uh, I feel great. It's funny that you call it that because I said that um, I said that yesterday at my party when I was thanking everybody to, for coming. And so, uh, you know, turning 33. I'm going to call it your Scotty Pippen year. Sorry. <laughs> That's What's the jersey number he wore when he played for the Bulls when they won six rings. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't know that. Okay. But, yeah, so I just, you know. I'm happy about it. It's another year, so it's good. I feel that. What song was that? All Grown Up. That was their theme song. Who's theme song? Rugrats, All Grown Up. Oh, my God. They look another year, older and another year. Why is there definitely not the melody, but those are some of the lyrics. Okay. <laughs> I was, I, I'm, I'm trying to remember. I was like... I'm not sure, but you know, <laughs> all grown up came out, but we were all kind of getting out of stuff like that. So I don't think that it tried to keep us a little while longer. It tried, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> the only thing that kept us around lingering was like, you know, just rocket power. Once, yeah. <laughs> once we grew that, that was a wrap. Oh, uh, but yeah, that the theme song was something similar. But they bringing Rugrats back. They have a new mm-hmm. series. Yeah, they should kind of stop Let's doing go, all that. Babies, I'm excited for it. I I like the Rugrats. You know, when it comes to stuff like that, one the voices won't be the same. So I don't be for it. As long as they bring back um, what's her name? Susie. Uh, from a different world, Freddie. Oh, yeah, Freddie plays Susie. Susie. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Bring her back. She, I mean, uh, but she been getting her uh, voiceover work. She yeah. was in like Code Nine Kids Next Door and amongst many other she things. She make her money. <laughs> you said Code Nine, Code Name Kids Next Door. That was my show. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, like that was nobody had a name. <laughs> I wonder if that's on HBO Max or other, other Cartoon Network shows. I'm gonna watch it. Oh, yeah, Codename Kids Next Door was a lick. Boy, little num- number one was my dude. He was like, number four. <laughs> did you watch Codename Kids Next Door? Mm-mm, oh, I did not. God. Wait, you don't have younger siblings, do you? I do. Okay, because I have a sister. She's eight years younger than me. So yeah. when, I tell you, when I tell you, like, her being alive kind of drew me into cartoons just a little bit longer because we'd be up in the morning watching cartoons before school, <laughs> and then after school we'd be watching cartoons, and that's how I got SpongeBob because my sister was a huge SpongeBob fan. Oh, yeah. Speaking of that, you know we got those bars in town. I think we have a Moe's Tavern and, like, a something like that. They do those pop-up bars that are oh. like those bars. My wife and I are going to 
um, for my birthday, we are going to the Simpsons pop up. That's bar. what I'm talking about. Yeah. Oh, okay. I Dope. too want to go. Everything is like Simpsons. Really? Yeah. Okay. That they got fun. the Duff beer and everything <laughs> like that. Yeah, I am. Um, I wonder like, what that tastes like. I know. Mm. Yeah, so yeah, yeah I want to check that beer. out too. Like, Jessica, I think they have a crusty crab burger and everything. Yep, they yeah. do. Oh, damn. So I I'm wondering what it's going to taste like. Yeah, and they be here so quick and then they be out. It's like a pop up. So you got to get yeah, in and get you, out. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That actually sounds pretty dope. Are you going on your actual birthday? Honestly, I don't know. Oh, y'all just going. Yeah, we got to figure out where it's at. I just, you know, my sister sent it to me yet Friday. Um, and so They're taking gotta, over another bar that we know. I forgot the name of it, though. I had, I think I screenshotted oh, it. It's if not you know find. where they actually are, please, because I don't actually know how to get there. I just know I want to go. Yeah, I want to check it out, too. I'll be working. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, it's open all night. <laughs> it's a bar. But I have to work the next day. Like, <laughs> you be forgetting. Maybe on the weekend. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Well, you got to mm-hmm. go while you're here. Yeah, that's true. I mean, while it's here. Just go. Yeah. How long are they going to be here? Uh, a few weeks. You know, you know, it ain't nothing but a quick Google search. Let's yeah. just, you know, while we're talking. Um, But one thing I want to talk about, like you said, you got to go to work. One thing I realized in entrepreneurship that people drop is um, work clothes. <laughs> Yep. Let me tell you how I totally forgot that uh, DJ Clone needs clothes. Because, like, I be shopping for Clover. And Clover likes sweatpants and <laughs> oversized T-shirts. And, and that's not going to work. Well, yeah, you're right. Not if I was, was that today. type of DJ. Right. Yeah. If I was that type of, if I was, like, a club DJ or even, like, a festival DJ. Right. When I start DJing festivals. Or a DJ that wasn't under another company. Right. If people were hiring me based off a of pure skill and like for a name and this is just how I showed up, it would be different. Like they yeah. know, oh, if you hire her for her wedding, she gonna wear sweatpants. Yeah. But uh but that's still after you build a name for yourself yeah. and all of that. But like for where where I am and it's also a skill set thing. Like you're paying for person persona. Yeah. I'm not there. I might get there one day. Who knows? But I mean, if but it's you still kind of boxing you in in a sense. If you were to like to like, you know, a lot of your a lot of your geeks now coming through the company that you're working under. If you were out here like, oh, I'm DJing on myself. I'm just DJ Clo, not DJ Clo contracting under right. whatever the name of that company is. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But if you were just if they saw you DJing at one of these events and they was like, Oh, DJ Clo, let me have your information. I want you to DJ for me. Yeah. You can show up how you want to because they're hiring you just because they saw you DJ. You know? So at that point I think you can like wear whatever you want to because it's representing yeah, you. Probably. But then again, you know, because they met you a certain way, part of that may you know, part of them wanting you may also be based on the appearance that you have too. So Oh yeah. I probably wouldn't, you know, deviate too far from it. And what you have and what you wore and stuff actually was pretty dope. You know, it actually looked good. And can I say shout out to you because actually seeing you after, you know, um when we were cleaning up and stuff for you to go 
you had people when we walked outside, like, you know, I really appreciate you. I mean, you, you know, you had me nodding my head the whole time. And <laughs> can I get one of your cards? And I was like, oh, she really, you know, they really was feeling her out here. So now I was even happier that I posted your picture today on the page and my story just because I was like, yeah, she out here doing this for real. Like she a real for real DJ. And I, that's dope. Yeah, it, it, it did. It felt mad good. And. You know, but like you said, with that is you can't deviate too much. And then, honestly, for, like, business purposes and all that, I want DJ Chloe to have a look compared to Clover. That way, nobody's stepping to – they're confusing the professional and the profession for the person. This is one of those times where entrepreneurship and, you know, having – um, and working for a company or, you know, that corporate life kind of clash or where they meet up. Not, I'm not going to say clash. I'm going to say meet because it's not necessarily a negative and, you know, um, clash could have some negative undertones sometime. But when it comes to appearance and things like that, we and we've spoken about this here before about especially when it came to hair and stuff. Um a lot of times that's what happens when someone may look at you and you and you may not be as presentable at the time is that the professionalism can get mixed up in the look of the person, you know, because some people, especially in corporate America, consider your professionalism a part of, I mean, consider your look as a part of your professionalism. You know what I'm saying? So the fact that you came like you did and you, you know, you came very presentable. Actually, what you have on, what you have on is not too far off from what, you know, some of the ladies were wearing in Plano today. You know what I'm saying? So it didn't, you know, it, w it wasn't far-fetched, you know, and everything looked good. You looked nice and you were comfortable at the same time. Uh, you know, what did we say? It's like, it's, uh, you dressed you know how to dress down, but it's up, you know, so that's pretty much what you were, um, you know, what you had going on. Yeah. And that's what it is. Um, but now it's more so of like having that like forethought when I shop because it's nothing like honestly, Memorial Day, I was after paying and settling everything that I would wear as me as Clover, um, like really cute sweatpants sets and t-shirt and short sets. Um, that I can't really, that I wouldn't feel comfortable DJing in, um, in most places. Like there's some right. events that I probably wouldn't mind DJing in, um, more so as Clover, who's a DJ, than DJ Clo. I feel that. Um, like I have some outfits where it's like, oh, okay, yeah, like a party, a friends like get together where mm -hmm. I'm a guest and my contribution to the event is me DJing. Facts. Versus I'm hired to do this. Okay, I feel like, that. Like, what I would wear to a straight guac DJ event mm -hmm. is something I would wear as Clover. Good. Versus something I would wear to, like, a wedding. Like, I enjoyed both my outfit yesterday and today. Very cute, you know. Yeah. Um, and not too far off my normal swag. Right. Just a little say. bit more, I guess, formal. Refined. Refined, yeah. Yeah. Um, and... You know, so it's like now more so taking that into consideration when I shop. Like, yeah. is this for me in my personal closet? And I realized when I used to work in corporate, same thing. Yep. You, but you don't think of work clothes. I don't want to call it a chore because it's not really a chore. I didn't really have to think about, oh, I'm buying this for work and, oh, I'm buying this for my person. You just naturally, oh, I need a shirt for work. Let me go buy. Let me go to Express Correct. and get me, you know, some portfolio pants and keep it pushing. <laughs> yeah. Um, versus, like, now I, I realize that I have really kind of forgot that I still need work clothes. Yep. Um, because I don't go into an office every day and all of that. And because DJing is such a 
laid back profession. And it, like I said, my personal style is not too far away. Right. I forget that I'm like, oh, I need to invest in like DJ's clothes closet. And what does that look like? And how much money is that? And mm-hmm. not wearing DJ clothes clothes for Clover because then it's like kind of like you don't wear your work clothes on the weekend typically. Correct. Um, You know, because you want to keep them. You know, you know, you want to keep your work clothes nice for as long as possible. It's kind of like your yeah. play clothes. Because you're going to be re-wearing them so much. You're like, okay, let me go ahead and, you know, yeah. keep these together. And again, it's not like I need, like, like with work clothes, it's not like I need 50 pair of everything. Like, <laughs> right, I mean, right. the shorts I wore for uh, Friday night, I could honestly wear next week at another bar. But at the right. same time, you also want different looks because the thing is people do take pictures. And yes, you don't want to do. be like, damn, she always wearing them damn green shorts. <laughs> <laughs> everything down to the makeup <laughs> is the same. Like, Mm, that's the same outfit again. Yes. Uh, is this all she wearing when she DJ? <laughs> so it's like now just kind of, like I said, taking that in consideration and realizing like, again, like the discipline with entrepreneurship that you don't really have to worry about um, when you do go to work because some things are just naturally ingrained in us. Like I remember I would have a lot of clothes that I used to wear to Target that I would never, I mean, to uh, back when I worked in corporate that I would never, I mean, Nick, come on. You know me, know me now. Right, like, yeah. half the clothes I wore to work, I would never wear. <laughs> I remember I used to just go to Target and be like, oh, this is a dress. This looks business casual. I'm just going to throw this on. <laughs> throw this on, and I wouldn't even wear that now. Like, I wouldn't, half my work clothes, I wouldn't be caught dead in outside of work. <laughs> I hated them dang clothes. I wouldn't even go to happy hour in them. <laughs> dang, not even happy hour? <laughs> not even happy hour. Whoa. Like, like, you know, I mean, because it's just not my style. And so it's just crazy, like. You know, when you move into entrepreneurship, it's contingent on what your entrepreneurship is when you lose that, um, what's it called? A, what's it called? A um, uniform. Yeah. Um, so, like, with you, when, you've been working from home. So, like, what have you been doing with work clothes now? Is that a thing? Oh, no, exactly what I have on, like, right now. <laughs> Let me tell you, <laughs> this is, like, my little uniform right here. Adidas shorts and T-shirts. Um, and if I have big meetings, like I have a really big meeting at the end of this month, so I'm going to still have my shorts, so I'm just going to throw a polo one over it. Hello. Hey. <laughs> Don't ask me to stand up. Party I mean, on the bottom. <laughs> right. Business at the top, top. party <laughs> on the bottom. <laughs> yeah. So that's what's going to be happening that day. Um, and that's what I do every meeting. And yeah, because I'm not putting on close clothes. It's not happening. I mean, I don't blame you, but yeah. So. They knew that when they said we could work from home. Oh, well, I mean, so back when you did go into office, was it a mindful thing you did when you shot for work clothes or you just kind of was like, I need a new button down? Um, Well, after you get the initial, you know, outfit, I mean, the initial outfits for work, it kind of just becomes like, okay, let me just, if you see something while you're out, you know, especially if you catch it on sale, you know, might as well like, oh, this would be cool for work. Let me go ahead and do this. And I actually shop because typically I just shop at Express for everything because I don't have to go pick out my sizes again. Right. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Because now I don't have to go pick out sizes and stuff because one thing people will learn about me is I hate to shop. So if it's a lot easier for me, like all of my jeans are either Levi's or Express jeans because I know the sizes. I know the cuts. I know what cut I'm going for when I buy the jeans. Dress pants, Express, you know, polos, Express. My T-shirts normally are Express unless I get, you know, unless I go to Adidas and get my my normal, like, casual, you know, sporty wear, which is what I typically wear. Um, so, yeah, typically I it was all the same trip for me anyway. Mm. Mm-hmm. 
yeah so that's what i'm trying to do now even down to like my shoes like yeah you always got to have you some shoes that's going to be you know that can go both you know like okay i can wear these out or i can wear these to work you know working and but i was keeping them nice like these like yeah. you know, uh maximus i got from steve madden is like i love these shoes like they're you know they dressy tennis comfy, shoes right? they mm-hmm. are but it's like i can't wear these bad boys just every day because um can't mess them up because they not cheap. They will be gone. Gone, and I need them to DJ, and I need my DJ shoes to be nice. But <laughs> let me tell you how I live in I live in slides. I'll be like, all right, I got like four or five pair. Oh, you know I keep my slides. Well, I usually wear my slides and bring my other shoes with me. I mean, slides are like a gift. They are. I got some new ones coming. They're like lime green, like highlighter colored. I'm so <laughs> excited. I ordered Izzy a pair too. Yeah, and you know um, I'm a slides with socks kind of guy. Same. You think I got my little unicorn socks on that match my yep. little shorts. I always have on slides and socks. I mean, it's a look. I got me some new socks that say pull up. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I had to get them bad boys in white and black. Oh, I like that. For yeah, real. Pull up. I'm like so excited to wear them. So like, I just got a bunch of Adidas socks because pretty much all I wear is Adidas shorts and t-shirts. So you just had to get your like matching socks to go for it. Of course. It. I mean, why not? I like like knee socks. Like put a character on them. Like I seen them ones with like your face on it. So now I want me some socks with me and headphones on. I feel like the only, like, guys who could pull stuff like that off is, like, Kanye West and that one dude, um, the comedian dude who's on Saturday Night Live, the Ariana Grande I used to date with the big teeth. Uh, Dave. Dave. Is that his name? Dave, Dave something? I know who you're talking about. Yeah. He's mixed, but. Is he? I don't know what he is. I just thought yeah. he was. Yeah. I mean, he looks a little strange to me, but I didn't know what he was. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, him. Um, like people like him because they're kind of out there, you know. So they can wear socks with their faces on them. I don't even. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to get in here just to see. Is this me, y'all? <laughs> <laughs> can I pull this off? If you don't put them damn Adidas socks. With <laughs> what you think? <laughs> I don't have a personality for that. I'm telling you, they would be. Oh. People would ask me about them, and I would be uncomfortable that people would recognize that people would notice them. I would be so uncomfortable. I don't like drawing I want attention you to, to myself. Have a pair now, no. just so you can try them out for a day. Because if somebody stopped me, it'd be like, "Ooh, I like." Mm-mm. No, you don't. Take your knees off. <laughs> me a pair with my face on it mm, you can it's you can pull off. that off you have that personality to where you would be you would own it i would be so ashamed of myself yeah, for me. wearing socks with my, with my face on them that, that's actually the dj version of me this i don't even me. really like wearing brands that have labels on them like i don't i hate wearing like labels i really do well i hate wearing um i'm sorry not necessarily labels but like if you if you see me in an express shirt it will not say express I get it. Yeah, if I wear a polo like the symbol on but it, you the, know they good for has to be that real small. That big ass line on their shirt. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm not wearing that. <laughs> I mean, I do. But you I know. wear designs, but I won't wear like uh, somebody's actual label. Like the only shirt that I own right now that has a label and it's noticeable is a Adidas T-shirt and it's gray and it has a black Adidas sign. But it's Adidas, so I'm not really tripping on it. But yeah, you wouldn't catch me wearing somebody's name on me like that. Uh, it's not happening. That's funny. I Mm-mm. think I'll be like. Yeah, but I'm going to give me some socks with my face on it. When mm. I order mine, I might order you some with your face on it. <laughs> <laughs> I just be like, you know, you don't, wear them with jeans. <laughs> no one has to know. And that's exactly what happened. <laughs> I would be wearing them around the house when my feet got cold. I'd be like, you're wearing your face socks today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing it. Nope. Oh, that's funny. Oh, yep. Got my face socks on at home. I hate you. 
if I get you face socks to wear at home, I'm going to find a way to get you a matching robe. <laughs> <laughs> that I will not be wearing. <laughs> at home with your face socks <laughs> and your matching robe. I would take, I would take pictures of those and post them on the group so people could think that I was like some fun person and then they would meet me and I'm stale faced like, we're not And they would this. never see you ever in them. No, they wouldn't. Like, they would be like, that picture don't match your personality for real. Because everybody. Home, sit up with your legs up, watching TV with your, <laughs> your face robe and your face socks. Because when people meet me, they think I'm the meanest person of all time. Like, when people oh. hate walking, I'm so unapproachable if I don't know you. Very unapproachable. Oh. Just be warned, I'm really nice, though, peeps. Oh, yeah, he is. Oh, speaking of nice and meeting people, happy birthday, Ashley, if you're listening. Happy I birthday. I know you ain't listening, Ashley. but. Yeah, I mean. I'll it's okay. We, 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 we grateful for whoever listens, but. Right. But happy, happy birthday, birthday anyway. anyway. Yeah, you know. Um, but. we love you, miss you. Uh, we're out nineteen, so after next week we get guests. So we may call you. We may. I looked at our group text thread and I realized that we hadn't texted since your birthday last year. Yeah, but I DM'd her a couple of times. Okay. Yeah, like because you know I'm good for watching people's stories. I know you don't. You be on, but not on social media. Yeah, I'm thinking about taking another little break. So now that we have the group page, I don't really need mine. <laughs> I don't use it anyway. I just tell people to follow it. Oh. Well, there you go. I mean, I'm gonna start posting again, so don't worry. I've been working out, so oh, it's I coming. I posted mine, like I posted because I had to post for J Theo's. Oh yeah, you like, did. That was part of my request. Right, my last post was you, my story today. <laughs> and then I got to figure out because now my feed is all messed up, so now I got to figure out how to post two more p- pictures to make sense or delete the one I posted today. <laughs> I'm gonna see how many likes it got, contingent on how many likes it got. Then it may have to stay the way it is. Yeah, if, if yeah. I got a lot of likes, then I'll keep it if not i'm gonna be like oh, delete sunday's mm, over time to go yeah but i think i got some comments just delete it and make it a story so proud of me so oh you know that's support keep it that. is so mm-hmm. i'm probably gonna keep it and just post two pictures damn it i forgot to actually take a picture of me today oh uh, i should have at the fucking at see the freaking J. I, that should be natural for some you know for me but you know how it's not me so you have to tell me those things oh i should have remembered yeah those are things i you was would very have to hard on myself to be like yeah, take a picture. But then when you came, I was just like, oh, yeah, let's go look at the whiskey. First of all, you were sitting down having a relaxing glass of V8 splash. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking vegetable juice. <laughs> and I'm ashamed to say I liked it. <laughs> she was drinking tomato paste when I got there. Y'all didn't even have a celery stick in it. It probably had some pepper seasoned. It was spicy mix, like how they do their mimosa See, bar. I told you they had pepper in it. Yeah. How they do their mimosa bar in their Bloody Mary bar is they give you, I don't know how they necessarily do the 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 Bloody Mary, but for mimosas, they give you the champagne at your table, and then you go get your juice. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I literally just was like, I got done with my set, and I was like, do I want, I got some spicy mix and I was like I actually don't want no vodka this is fine (laughs) (laughs) and that's what I did and it was low key good I mean and I always I've never actually had a V8 I didn't think I would like it but now I know I probably would like V8s hey I'm gonna put Gina in the spot right quick since she just walked back in so put your headphones on so I can put you in the spot Oh my gosh! Why would you call me out like that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Since he just are, walked back in. I'm I know like, I'm everybody gonna... knows that you actually be out of the room half the time. We already told we already told them. Um, so you just walked in the room and you look so small. Did you uh, make your goal? Um, 
169. See? I need... That's not the goal. The goal is like 157. I know, but you look so small, so the point of this was to put you in a spot to tell you don't need to get any smaller. Uh, I've lost <laughs> a little bit of weight. <laughs> I'm going to lose like eight, eight pounds. Eight, well, not nine pounds. Y'all, Gene, 45 years old, trying to be 112 pounds. 45? <laughs> wait a minute. <clears throat> no. What it is is that in December, I was like 193. And I'm only like five, eight and a half. And while a lot of that is muscle, there was quite a bit of fat sitting on top of it. So I lift my weights and I added my little cardio. That's what's and up. I've lost that little weight. So I got about another maybe, you know, 10 at, well, nine at minimum and 15 for good measure. <laughs> no, okay. Sorry for putting you in a spot like that. But mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah, I got to add cardio to mine this week. I told I told myself that was my goal because I did a, nothing but weights this past week. And I said, okay, I've got to start doing some cardio. But I burned a lot of calories lifting. Um, if you would have seen it, like I was burning like 800 calories in a workout just lifting weights. You know what I'm saying? And in leg day, you burn so many calories. It's crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I've just been going lighter so I can, so I can tone and not, you know, because I'm not trying to be – I'm not trying to be big. I'm not trying to build muscle at this point because I have enough of it. I just need to cut the fat. Exactly. That's that's what I did. I um, I lost the first like I went from like 193 to like 175, or once it, like I floated between like 175, 176, 177, somewhere in there. I floated there for like a while, and so I lost probably about 14 pound, 14 pounds basically, but <clears throat> my body wouldn't allow me to like drop any more fat because I had I was doing no cardio. Mm-hmm. I was doing that with just lifting weights and eating right. Right. And the moment I added the cardio in, I went from like I think two weeks ago I was like one seventy seven. I went down to one sixty nine uh in two weeks. So just from adding the cardio in, so that's the thing. Adding that cardio in there, your body will stop losing weight at some point. Oh you'll plateau for sure. Yeah, especially yeah. if you're not actually like big right that's the thing like i'm not actually big (laughs) so you know no that's facts no you because you're not big so yeah i mean at some point you because your body's only going to burn so much fat so i mean the rest of it at that point is going to be diet and cardio seriously i mean that's the best way to lose weight yep i actually did better in my weight loss journey this week okay let's hear about it yep i had a smoothie Mm mm-hmm it was quite delicious from Nectar. Oh, yeah. She did call me I at did. 8 o'clock in the morning on Monday or Tuesday. <laughs> like, I'm healthy today. I am very healthy. Because she drank a smoothie for breakfast. And it had 30 grams of protein. That's good. Mm-hmm. And that was it. Oh, we know. <laughs> <laughs> no more calls. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but no, I didn't actually eat bad this week. I mean, also, I've been, like, mad busy. And like I said, when you DJ, they give you food. So I was like, oh, I know I'm going to eat. Not great. So, like, I had meatballs on Friday night. And then I had a burger today. And now I'm actually probably full for the rest of the night because, you know, I don't really eat burgers like that. I'm full AF. Yeah, I've been, I haven't eaten since breakfast, and I don't think I'm going to eat again. But I'm about ready for a nap. Okay, y'all, that's not healthy. I know I'm just not hungry now. I had a really big breakfast. How about you eat a really, really big spinach salad before you go to bed? What I would probably wind up doing 
is eating a small salad and just drinking a bunch of water. How about you eat a big <laughs> salad and some water? Because I will tell myself I'm going to eat a big salad and I will waste it. Because the thing about me is, like, if I'm not hungry, I just won't eat. Like, that's mm-hmm. just kind of how I am. Like, even if I know I need to eat, I could... When I'm working from home, like, and I'm, like, really busy and stressed, I can, I'll look up and it'll be, like, 4 o'clock and I have not eaten a single thing that, in the entire day. Mm-hmm. And I won't even be hungry. So, if I don't think about it, I legitimately just will not eat. It'll be, like, a headache and then I'll be, like, oh. Is I it ain't stress no or is it just? I just be busy. I just be focused. Okay. You know, so it just be, like, a, you know, I just be in my zone. And so, I'll be looking up. I'll be, like, the whole day gone. I haven't eaten. I haven't, you know, done anything. I'll drink water. So I'll, I'll consciously drink water, yeah. but I won't necessarily eat too much. Okay. Mm-hmm. But when I'm try- when I'm working out, I do eat because I know I need to. Like, I don't really have a serious relationship with food to where it's like I be thinking about food all day long. I truly don't. So it's a lot easier for me to go days without eating. I will make myself eat when I have to, you know, especially when I know, like, well, I know I'm working out. So I'm going to have to, I wake up. So I make myself get up and eat some like oatmeal or something like that. Or mm-hmm. I'll fry an egg and some turkey bacon or something just to put something on my stomach so I can get going. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you seen my pancake egg? Your you pancake egg? You haven't seen it. No. Oh, I'll I, I show it to you. Basically, uh, me and my wife, we went and got these, um, it's like a, what is it called? It's like a, it's to replace a whisk and you just kind of like push down on it. And oh, it, like what you mash potatoes with? Like that thing? Like when you're, I yeah, I think I honestly don't know. No, it's not like that. It's something else. Okay. I don't know what it's called. I'll show it to you. But anyway, okay. we, I use that and it, um, puts, it, uh, causes more air to get into the eggs. So the eggs are now not liquid they're like big fluffy okay and when i put them on the um on the in the pan they begin to um they look like a pancake oh so it's almost like they they whip them pretty yeah, much so they it's get, like okay. whipping them like okay. almost like a meringue thing yeah when you're trying to make a meringue and milk and stuff and you're trying to add uh air into it okay. I, I do that to the eggs and it i put the meat so it's like a pancake omelet oh dope yeah, and it rises. It's really interesting. You know, I've done that. Like, I've, I've, I've baked eggs before, like a quiche type deal, and then mm-hmm. they get fluffy like that, and you could do, like, bacon bits and stuff in them and, like, peppers and onions and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let me see. I, I love those. I have it. Uh, but, yeah. It was, was good. I had a piece of the omelet, and it was really good. Yeah. I enjoyed it. That is great, friend. It was. It was quite delish. The pancake was really, really <laughs> good, though. I really, I thoroughly enjoyed that pancake. I kind of was upset at myself for saying I only wanted one. Oh, it actually does look really good. I would do that. And it's all, yeah, I would do that. Yeah, it's all egg whites. Oh, I like that idea. I'm going to have to try yep. that. It's really good. And then we put the, the uh, spinach and stuff in it. Yeah, I actually like spinach, so I would do that. Yeah, it was good. Okay. okay I'm going to have to try that out. So, um, in other news, did y'all see how uh, Destiny's Child was trending and they want to be canceled after the Cater to You lyrics? Are they trying to cancel them? <laughs> yeah. Oh, like, I thought people just had an issue with oh, it. Oh, no, they had issues with all the songs back then. Talking about some, uh, they talked about her song. They talked about Janae Aiko when she said, I love you enough for the both of us. They said, that's a trauma response, girl. <laughs> and they, they said, just much. because you sing it in italics, it's not change it. How you going to, um, <laughs> oh, that's crazy. <laughs> How you going to cancel a group that stopped making music 20 years ago? Yeah, they, they definitely down. last time they put out an album was 04. Yeah, oh, yeah. So, wow. Good luck. About, I would stop breathing if you told me to. They was like, what? <laughs> and then what was that other song? Um, 
uh, when she was like, in my head, in my mind, I'm always be a lady. They said, girl, the delusion. No, Heather Headley. <laughs> yeah. They better leave Heather Headley alone. <laughs> that uh, no, Tony Award winning yeah. actress. <laughs> they said, that. They said, girl, the delusion. So that is <laughs> Who was this group trying to cancel everybody? What is it happening? Was, uh, you know, Twitter and all of them. They basically saying, they was like, my breath and my strength. <laughs> what? <laughs> and then uh, I think it was Jean. You told me that Michelle responded. Tell yeah, some. she was like, um, "That was Kelly. Tell myself she about, gonna turn over." Yeah, she said my verse was about uplifting the man. She said Kelly's verse was. She said, "I dare somebody. He better not tap me on my shoulder <laughs> in my sleep." She said that was Kelly' promise, not mine. <laughs> 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 And somebody was like, put your do-rag on. Do you, do you know how particular man about about their do-rag technique? Mm-hmm. I hate people. Oh, man, they had me rolling, talking about some, what? No, we will not. They've said all these trauma responses. Uh, it's not trauma. <laughs> oh, where my God. At all. Love go? <laughs> First, it sounds like their response is to dedication? try to... It sounds yeah. like their response is to try to, try to cancel him as a trauma response. I actually yeah. really think. I'm what like, you doing to your home? What are you doing in relation? To, what's up, nigga? Like, that's what I feel like it is. What's right. up, fool? Like, like, I feel like that's a trauma response. There's no 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 sensualness. It's just. See? You're going. Because Cater to You was the song. You're going to cancel yourself into being single all. forever, sitting up there unhappy because you're trying to cancel everybody. Shut up. That was our Valentine's Day. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> that's, my, that's my response to all that. Shut up. Yeah. Oh my God. It's just funny how the times change. Like I understand I don't understand now what the dynamic of relationships are supposed to be. Are we just supposed to sit there and look at each other and be like That's why you can't take advice from everybody because mm-hmm. everybody have you sitting up there with them on Twitter trying to cancel everybody. Just big alone. single. Yeah. I've been married for seven years in September and I am happy mm-hmm. with that. I am very happy that I, you know, I pray to God that nothing ever happens. Um to my marriage because I don't know what I would do out here trying to date these people <laughs> with their new their new views. You ain't getting no exactly. cater to you. You ain't getting no in my mind. <laughs> yeah, I ain't getting no love songs. No, nah, you getting broke boys don't deserve no pussy. Yeah. <laughs> like that, that's for real. Like that's what they and not saying you broke or nothing, but that's just no, saying I like that's what, what they saying, that's but the energy the they're coming out getting. Yeah, the mindset yeah. is just so different. Yeah, like and that's I mean, facts. Those women that be talking to Dr. Samuel or whatever his name is, they tell me, I need a man Kevin, that make Kevin, mo- Kevin, I need a man that make more money than me. You know, I want a man that make $200,000, $300,000 a year. Well, I don't make $300,000 a year. I make good money, but not like that. First of all, so they need to be able to make 300000 themselves. Because people yeah. don't understand that dynamic of needing somebody to, um, of a man providing and they're doing that whole situation. Typically, you need to already have been doing something yourself and then if you stop to raise some kids, that's different. You know what I'm saying? But you just sitting there and you're not doing anything and you think that, you know... Women are expecting, a lot of these women, not all. Yeah. Some of these women are expecting these men to make this much money and the thing is you don't even know what that man looks like before he, like, you don't know where to find that man. That well, first man of all, makes, you, you didn't put yourself in a predicament to meet that man. To meet that man. Because typically you're meeting that man when you're in college with him. Exactly. You don't meet that man. It, typically, he already found her. Well, first of all, she stayed with him when he wasn't making that money. 
So yep. she was with him from the beginning. You know, yeah. typically if somebody's making that much money, they've been knowing each other since they was 18 years old, and he's she's been there for throughout the struggle. You can't yeah. pop up when he's already done because at that point, any and everybody can get it to him. He can get it from anywhere at that point. Or if you run into him, he's divorced. Exactly. Okay. And that uh, yeah, mm-hmm. that's the next. He's divorced, yeah. and then at that point, he's not gonna talk to you. He <laughs> want a woman probably like him. So she finna be a doctor, wrote some books, uh, if in anything, like he's he's gonna be finicky about who he brings in because why facts. he I have a I have a frat brother right now, he just got married. Um, he got his PhD and a JD. He's a chancellor at a school. He makes probably close to a half a million dollars. Mm-hmm. He got married to he got married to a woman. I think he only like 36, 37. So he's still pretty young. He straight up was like, oh, um, we we doing a, a prenup. Facts. He said, I met her grown. He went with a girl that he knew in college. He said, if I, me and her would have worked out, I wouldn't have had no prenup because she mm-hmm. was here before. He said, but I've met this woman and I'm grown. She yep. got her money. I got mine. We getting married. We coming together. But there will be a prenup. Yeah. Like so, when I'm you all st- for prenups. People make it seem like, um, you trying to go into something like you planning for the divorce before you plan while in the marriage. And I'm like, it depends on I what's going on. I'm protecting I mean, myself. At the end of the day, when you go into a marriage, it's still a contract. Yep. Like people are failing to really, rather it's governed by God and all of that. It's still a covenant. Yeah. And so there, within that covenant, there's ramifications if that covenant is broken and that's what a, a prenup is yep. it's 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 rules to the covenant you don't mm-hmm. just you know most agreements you go into have hey if this is defaulted this is what happens in case of default yep um, i met my wife broke there is no prenup if something were to happen god forbid uh, uh there's no divorce happening but a um you know if she passed away or something guarantee don't let me have money she uh, Prenup, probably. Like, oh, I don't yeah. know, if girl. If you're at the remarry, I definitely met you grown. Yeah, yeah. Like, definitely. I'm 33 years old. If I and if I'm established <laughs> when I meet you, we're, we're signing I mean, one. I mean, because I mean, at the same yeah. time, you need to be established, and you should want me to sign one. You should want to protect your own. And yeah. my thing is, if you don't have enough to protect, I don't have time to waste for you. Yeah. Well, Simple and as that. If you enter into new places, like, yo, like I wasn't, yo, I just DJ like my first residency, you know, two in one week. After a month ago, you know, I did my first full event under my, you know, I've done them before, but this was fully under my company. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm not the, I don't foresee me. So now if you catch this gravy train, because you see potential, it's very different than in the next two years. Exactly. It's a very, I'm not the same person. And so it's Mm -hmm. like, at that point, I have things that I need to protect you um, met me with assets. You right. didn't meet me when we was trying to figure it out, growing together. And that's not saying that I don't trust you. I don't have anything. It's just more so to establish and make sure that it's known. Like, hey, what you got is what you got. What I got is what I got. But what we have together, we figure out. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, because you're expected to grow together. That's, yeah, you know, and that's, that's it. An, that's an expectation because of what am I wasting my time for if that's not the expectation? But... You mean DJ Chloe now? Why she got these like cute little club, you know, restaurant gigs? Yeah, we can marry and not have no contracts. But when I'm starting headlining and being the official DJ for who this person and that person and this festival and that person, you know, that's that's something. That's a different, right? You're yeah, we're in a different, different field at this point. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like to establish for sure. I got to, you know, and it's not against this person. It's just 
anything I would go into at this point would be different. Honestly, like right now I work with people and it's like word of mouth, like, Oh, we can work together. There's not really a lot of contract when I work with somebody now. It's like, Hey, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. I work with somebody DJing in the beginning, not much of a contract. Like now, okay, you need me to DJ. Okay, cool. You pay me money. Okay, cool. As time goes on, that's not going to be it. Uh, at this point, it's like, hey, you need me to DJ? Cool. Here's my contract. Yep. Um, this is what I say I'm going to do. This is what you say you're going to do. And now it's binding. Yeah. And that's just what happens as you grow is you need more binding material and all of that. Because the thing about it is situations change. People change. Um, and requirements are requirements. And if you're not adhering to the terms of the requirements, there needs to be some type of thing we can go back to and be like, remember, remember here? Yep. Um, this is what you said. This is what I said. Yep. And the cool thing about prenups is you can put whatever you want in them. <laughs> yeah. So it's not like. It can protect you, us both. Yeah. It's not like people make it seem like it's just so she going to take half. I'm like, ah. Uh, she may or she may not. Yeah, I was like, you don't know the state you're living in. and But people be upset about it. And I'm like, not trying to be rude nor funny. You got to have something in a prenup. Like when you meet people you making, with money, when you got and, and it don't even have to be millions of dollars. It can be I make one hundred thousand dollars, two hundred thousand. That's enough good. to establish a lifestyle. Like yeah. that's really what it is. It has to be enough to establish a lifestyle. And most prenups don't go into effect until you've been married five years. Yep. Because that's enough time to establish a lifestyle. Uh, if you look at the research for uh, that chick from uh, Housewives, Farron, mm-hmm. and um, Port, Port and Simon, yeah, they were only married a year. So, there's while she, she's getting probably don't matter. She's getting a couple of hundred thousand. And I think she gets to keep a car or something like that, and they get to probably split the house. But she's not really getting anything per se. I don't know, and I don't. I don't want this to come across like you know. Uh, being in like too much into even you know Janet Jackson's business I don't actually know I remember hearing the you know the people the blogs and the I think even Wendy maybe have said something about it but them saying something about um when she married that man that was that billionaire, I, yeah, that billionaire they had to be married five, year five and years and a baby before you know for her to get whatever she got from him I it is a bit odd that they hit the five years and the baby, and then they got a divorce. Um, I don't know the particulars, if the timing, if it just met up like that or what, but five years and the baby both hit. What that chick say? Baby, I'm a victim of circumstances. Yeah. I'm not saying, <laughs> again, I'm not saying that Janet did that. She was but, a victim of circumstance. <laughs> I'm not saying that Jenny did that, but... I ain't gonna lie. That's one of the best lines ever written to me. They hit five years in the baby, and I think <laughs> if the rumor was true that that's she got like the I money... Said, she was a victim of circumstance. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that. So, yeah. Janet walked away a very, very rich woman. <laughs> she was just getting her dues. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Why you don't believe me, I don't that was such some simple writing, but so good. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't I mean, know. yeah, I'm with you. You know, like, though I'm not saying this is what happened, I'm just saying that it's also what kind of happened. I mean, it's the, it's what, kind of the fact. What do they say in math? <laughs> yeah. Um, the dates don't Correlation lie, does not equal causation. Yeah. But they hit the, <laughs> it was like, they just, I, 
I remember when the when they announced the divorce, it was like not too far after they hit. Like five she was years. like five years in one day. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah, she I don't said know. this paper says effective this day. Yeah. Our anniversary was April thirteenth. April fifteenth, I would like to fall for. Yeah, I don't know. She said I gave you an extra two days just to be safe. We're good. Yeah, she made. Yeah, I don't know, like y'all. I said, causation she said is five not years and forty eight hours. Not equal causation. Yeah, I don't just know. Just because the things correlated on me. Yeah, so I want to put. I don't want anyone to hear this and say, "Well, Jean said no." Jean did not say. Jean She Come divorced him because he yeah. had her in concerts and battle suits and stop curtains. it. <laughs> I do recall that I did not understand when she Janet really did, when Janet came when Janet came back out. She, I did notice she was <laughs> a lot very more covered, very covered. It was Everything like from face. the neck down to her toes. I didn't see uh, if Janet had to have a beat face, hair laid, nails done, and that was it. That's all we saw in bangles and jewelry. That's what it was. That was it. Like I could see nothing. I was like, I see that you're smaller, but I don't know what the body looks this is like. Not would you mind, Janet? It kind of still feel like she might be under contract because she still can't. She's still not showing body, but she's. She have y'all noticed sun. that? Well, you know, she. Got, well, I think she did a little bit more body. I still haven't I, seen I ain't seen no midriff. I, I, you know, Janet. Well, even if she'll show. No, even if she has, Janet got money to fix that. No, she got that baby, so maybe it's And Janet not lazy, of, so you know she'll get up and dress. That six-pack is there. Yeah. yeah. Why she not showing it, I, I am behooved that she ain't showing it. Because I've been waiting for a Janet six-pack to show up to show all the girls what it's supposed to look like. But she ain't showed it. Janet's my mom's favorite artist. And she was like, would you please take me to this concert? And I'm like, I'm not going to go see Janet Jackson with clothes on. Why would I do that? <laughs> like that. She is covered, y'all. <laughs> covered. Part of the reason why I love Janet Jackson is because she's always she looked that She's going to give good. you some body. Yeah. And not even like, in the sense of like, oh, sexual. We want to see. It's like you want to see those ripped arms. You want to see that six pack bulging. It's 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 a dope. It's dope to see that. Yep. That's, that's just it. And she ain't she giving it to us. She walks out there in her favorite college hoodie. Yeah. And some sweatpants every concert right Every now. concert. Mm. And battle boots. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you. She looked like she was about to go battle the apocalypse out there. It's very Rhythm Nation, Janet. <laughs> yeah. It's not With even jewelry. Rhythm Nation. I'm telling you. And this ain't Rhythm Nation. <laughs> she looked like she on the Matrix when she go out there. Yeah. I mean, like, why I she got like that Morpheus coat? <laughs> <laughs> that Morpheus coat. I like She's Janet covered. though. Like, I do too, but I don't like her oh, covered like see? this. I think they teased. I don't know if it was fan art or for real, but I think um, it was teased. Of why did I get married again? Uh -uh. They need to stop. Don't do that again. I didn't like the why you did know, I get they married left it too. Off with her seeing that man. I don't like that. I don't want to see it, y'all. Please, Tyler, if you <laughs> hear this, man. cut it out. Cut that it was out. Awful for color girls is awful. All of it was bad. Don't do it again. I didn't like how that second one did, so I want them to redeem themselves. I hate it too. Oh, two, two was, so, was just so dramatic. I never forget. Two took me too fast. <laughs> two just did too much. Yeah, two was just so heavy. Two took me too fast. The it first took one was me already kind of like, dang. That was like best man holiday. Like, why are we Why'd doing that? Why you kill her? <laughs> yeah, I don't I think they needed so to kill her either. I was like, you ruined a perfectly good story. It felt the first one felt good, even with the fight and even with the black eye and all that. Real. It still felt just like you know, all a of moment. that for her just to die in the second one. Yeah, for her to die and then show her ball bad too. Yeah, ball headed like that. It was <laughs> just a lot. It was too Why much. Why do that? Like, 
we didn't even really need a, ne- a second one if you were going to do that. Yeah. The whole reason why we wanted, I guess, to me, I think they were being petty. I was like, don't ask us for another sequel. Yeah, they said, you know what? We're going we gonna to kill somebody. Make y'all not want another one. Now y'all real mad. Yep. Yeah, because that, that wasn't great. Well, at least the Wayne's brother didn't do a spoof to it, so I guess we good. They should. It should end up in a spoof, definitely. <laughs> yeah, it's scary if I see the movie because that's what that was. Scary. Yeah, yeah, it was, was a scary great. movie. I didn't like it. But yeah, so that was teased. Why did I get married again? I mean, I'm here for it. I mean, if you asking that much, it's probably time to divorce. I mean, that's true. In my head, I think I would like to go on a couple's trip with people every year to our random ass timeshare and talk about why we married. But then I feel like not really because we mm-hmm. friends. Don't y'all talk all the time? The like, that's of, the thing I just didn't get. The thing about why did I get married, it's an amazing concept. Y'all, like, it is. think about it. No, that's bad. Why did I get married? Uh, why did I get married too? Why did I get married again? It's like that constant question. you questioning question. too much now. Yeah. But it's the constant question of, I, I I like the idea, the premise, but the but the story that Tyler puts into it is just. I always feels like the drama part of it is too much. Yeah, it it always much. feels like the negative that they put into it is way too much. Like it wasn't enough that they was cheating, but then old girl went and got gonorrhea on purpose. <laughs> like and then yeah. the and baby died. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then the baby died, and then Jill Scott had a fat suit on on top. Yeah, and Jill like, Scott is already we... a hefty girl. They, I was like, why'd you have to make her bigger? No, and it's the fact that she had to go up the mountain. <laughs> That yeah, I'm gonna make it up. Then praying, Lord, I'm gonna make it up this mountain. I'm just like, I gotta go save my marriage for somebody who clearly wasn't worthy of it anyway. Oh, and it then, was so crazy. I was okay with but all of that. But it's funny because I'm not gonna lie. Like the meme, people be like, my friend just said I look like Jill's. No, I think I think the meme on Facebook was something. My friend said I look like I had to save my marriage. <laughs> See what I'm saying? <laughs> but no, I think with I, like you say, the concepts of these movies are always good. But he always dives so deep into some unnecessary mm. drama that's not really that's not really. And the ending isn't good enough for the amount of drama yeah. that he gets. And it's yeah. not very it's not that relatable to everybody. You would I swear to God, Tyler Perry would have white people thinking that. Every black successful woman had a gay husband with AIDS yeah. messing around with Tyler Perry. Seriously. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah, we'd be successful, but we'd be having way so we'd be having way more problems than we have money. So, you wait know. Minute, wait a minute. He wasn't gay, was he? Or Did was he that just get, what they insinuated? I thought that's what they insinuated. Yeah. I don't think he was gay for her. I think Janet was just being extra. And I think, oh, okay. like, he wrote her to be extra like that, bringing that cake with that man popping out of it. Go on, Ev- uh, what was his name? Evan? Yeah. I don't know. But Go yeah, on, you know. Because he didn't have AIDS. No, he did not. The other one had AIDS. No, he had cancer. Oh. Somebody has some. Why does somebody have <laughs> y'all are y'all are confusing that Temptations movie with the AIDS with Journey Smollett when Look, she went on that trip with that everybody man. just got too much going on in them movies. Oh, it was it a is lot. So dramatic and she was like, fuck me like an animal. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> in acrimony. Yeah. Oh, how did she get on that boat? <laughs> <laughs> How did she get on like, the boat? It got to a point where I just didn't even watch anything Tyler Perry for forever, just I, because. I mean, I've never really been a fan anyway. It just be too much drama, and I like to look at movies that take me away from stuff like that. So for me to watch it, I'm not about to go watch some extra drama for no reason at all. And I'm again, I'm a creator myself. I don't, I don't just do music. I also delve into script writing, and while I ain't got no money for my script writing, I feel like. Tyler Perry, you have the platform to take some time out to do things just a little different. Um, I respect what he does. Like, you know, 
all the strides he's made, you have to respect it. You can't take it away from Most him. Most definitely. But I just feel like some of the stuff is just like, Tyler, you didn't have to do that. You just, you didn't have to. You could have, you could have did it slightly different. Yeah. You know, but it's, oh, man, it's just one of them things. Like Black Panther, they did it right. When it came to, look, he's not a villain because he just, he grew up some evil person. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. he wasn't no villain because of that. He was a villain because of his circumstance. And and he turned out that he wasn't even so much like this terrible person after all. You know what I'm saying? It was so, very Markin versus Mountain. Yeah, exactly. Mar- uh, Malcolm versus Martin. Exactly. That's what I got from that setup. No, seriously. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> when I so, looked at their reasonings, I'm yep. like, this, he's Mal- he's Malcolm and he's Martin. But when you think about it, when it comes to us, typically that's what it is with us anyway. It's a lot of times our disagreements be upbringing. Not that any one person is, you know, is right and the other person is wrong. We legitimately just may have two different backgrounds. They want you know the same thing, and they but they go about it differently. Exactly. At the end. In, in Black Panther, they both wanted the same thing. Exactly. But, um, yeah, he was just like, yeah, yeah, but you need to do it this way. Yep. This show, King? <laughs> <laughs> that dang line. Boy. Hey, Auntie. Hey, Auntie. <laughs> that was my line. See, now I'm going to go watch Black Panther tonight. <laughs> I mean, Black Panther was good. I mean, but like you said, Tyler is just mad extra. So is Lee Daniels. They just like a good. And I love Precious. I love it. I know you do. But Lee, when I tried to watch Star, woo, I that I first episode. Episode one, I was like, oh, I can't do this. <laughs> I think I told John, I was like, I couldn't even get through the first episode. I said, I walked in and that girl was getting raped. I was like, <laughs> yeah. And it was just, like, and it wasn't like she was walking down the street. I, they didn't even build me up to it. It's like how it began. And I said, yeah. Mm-mm. It's like, Lee, I, I can't. You, you took me too fast. I think that's what it is. They I take couldn't even develop a relationship with the character first. Yeah. Before you already they got wanted me you, like, well, they, they wanted you to identify with her trauma. And I could not. I, yeah. was, I couldn't even watch it. I was like, this is so much. But that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, they would be having, they have be having us look out, looking out here like we got all this trauma in our lives and we don't necessarily be having that. Dang. A lot of times we take stuff in stride and we keep moving. You know what I'm saying? It's yep. like, okay, we can, we we may not always have the same paths, you know, growing up, you know, or may have had the same, you know, educational opportunities, but damn it, we ain't sitting up here with all this drama going on all the you time. You can show resilience another way. Yeah, That's exactly. all I'm looking yeah. at. It's like, you can yeah. show resilience another way. You ain't got to show it like, oh, even though her husband slapped her and beat her up and took her leg and gave it to his baby even mama, Even though her husband dropped the babies fine. out the window in yes. front of her while why? she's screaming. Like, why is this And happening? now she got to clean the blood. Overcame. Now she got to clean the blood from outside off the sidewalk. Now, mind you, that was a play. It was in the 70s. Still so dramatic. But it was like, Tyler, because he's so dramatic, him doing it, made just it's like there he go he had to find the most dramatic way to do something the most dramatic play to redo he said <laughs> he said people hate it when michael hit uh held that baby over this we're gonna drop one just to one up him. i was yeah. just like what the hell like we don't that's not stuff you hear and see every day so it was just like i'm i was like what's the point of this i didn't feel good watching this <laughs> I will never forget watching for a color girl. I was like, what was I supposed to feel? And what was the takeaway from this movie? You know, Mariah Carey was supposed to play uh, Tandy Newton's character. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) The whore. Yeah, I I will never forget. I was like, what was my takeaway from this? I really was. There was none. To this day, I was like, I don't feel inspired. I don't feel resilient. I and then Carrie so Washington's character, she, I think she, she got an STD when she was younger. And 
I think they didn't handle it properly or something. But all I know is it damaged her uterus to where she wasn't able to have Am the I baby. Am I supposed to go find other damaged friends? And her be and a Hill Harper. I was like, this is a lot. Yeah. Ooh, there's always just so much. I was like, I'm going to turn the channel. I, I And Precious, I, can't, I can only handle it now because you done made it funny. Yeah, I mean, her stealing that chicken was funny. Monique is a is a master, like she's a master class actress. Y'all. When I tell you that movie, have you, did you go back and watch it just for Monique? The first time I seen it, I just laughed the whole time. I'm not gonna lie, to y'all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was in the movie theater cracking up. <laughs> Me too. Like, Monique, ooh, they stupid for writing Monique like this. Yo. I said, ooh. I laughed at that movie just a bit. the first time I saw it. I you can't. I'm not the type of person you can't. I can't take stuff serious like that. I was crying laughing at her when she them <laughs> stairs. I was just like, when she's like, I'm gonna kill you, B. And that ran up them stairs. shit had me rolling. <laughs> when I was she just kicked like, her little her little flat down there on her B. <laughs> it was just a mess. Oh, it was a mess. I remember I was in a movie theater. I went to the movie to watch it, and I didn't know it was gonna be. I didn't know Monique was gonna have me rolling. I just wanted to watch it because they was like, yeah, she might get nominated for an Oscar. And I was like, oh, I definitely want to see this. I get to the movie theater. And the person I went with, they were like, why? Stop laughing. (laughs) People can, like, I was laughing. It was. No, it was bad. (laughs) (laughs) And people was like, looking. It was a lot of white people in there. But I could not stop laughing. And my friend was like, please stop laughing. People are No, but that be the problem with them movies, though. Like, they be like. Like we there for their entertainment, so they could see, so they could feel sorry for us for something that don't even happen no, for real. No, that movie was yeah. sad. It wasn't funny until after Jean had pointed out stuff. Because I was like, again, I need a trip to Disneyland. Again. I mean, the only thing that was funny when she stole that chicken, and it was because it caught me off guard. It's okay. <laughs> let me let me break this down, y'all. I don't want y'all taking away. Jean laughing at rape and and molestation. That's not what Jean is laughing is at. That is not is what just just Nick is laughing at either. We are laughing at Monique's lines because Monique's character is specifically, she is living in two worlds. She grew up in trauma from her own mama because she said it in the scene when they had the baby mongoloid in the house and the woman had came over. Right. And she was like, I don't know what you shaking your head for. You ain't do no goddamn better. Like she was talking to her mama. So her mother was traumatic to her. Mm-hmm. then that trauma turned into her being toxic to her own child. Mind you, toxic, the, tox, the how toxic she was, it was kind of like you had to laugh at some ridiculous. of that. It was ridiculous. It was like, so why would you talk much. to your child exactly. like that? Why would you talk to your own child like that? Try to, if Had she connected with Precious with that cast iron skillet, she would have died instantly y'all Thank know that you. right yes that was a cast iron skillet i got some of them Trust like it's me. like really that's what you're doing it was just mary <laughs> they just mary. do so much i'm telling you it is i just be like why why are we doing this you know what i'm saying and, like, and it's a real book i mean it's a real it's a real um it's supposed to be a real story the thing about it is i read the book y'all that book is hard to read. They left. Did you read it? I tried, but it was, you know, it was written how she talking. Yeah, it was it was kind of hard to get through. The adapter, uh, the person who adapted the book to the screenplay actually won an Oscar as well for best adapted screenplay. But what happened was one thing they left out that threw me for a loop was that Precious actually, um, I don't want to say enjoyed, but um, while the molesting was happening from her father, she she made statements 
like, you know, oh, this does feel good. Oh, but I wish he would shut up and stop, you know, talking while this is going on. And I'm really happy they left that out because it would have changed the whole tone of the movie. Most definitely. So, you know, if y'all ever read what actually went on, if y'all ever decide to read the book, you'll see there are some slight things that they, there are things they left out because you this is a film. And I think it would have made people be like, well, that's, she enjoyed it. What? You know, mm-hmm. people don't want to see that. Um, while it may have been true, and, you know, I think I've heard of women when they have, when they're, when that type of stuff has happened to them, they talk about them climaxing. You don't want to hear about that in a movie on camera, and it's such an unfortunate situation. So, but yeah, I, it was Monique's lines were funny. The way she delivered them. the way she, her acting in that movie made it funny. I mean, yeah. it was pretty comical. I'm not gonna lie, but yeah, just that, just everything with her Baltimore accent. You know, like all of, uh, it. All of that. She gave us full on Baltimore, and that she that gave accent us is funny Parker, to me. Nikki Parker, unrated. Yeah, you was at school today. For real. The wolf of them cold hands said they gonna move you from my budget because you ain't been attending school regularly. Like it's like what? It was funny. It was it was yeah, real. It she was meant just, that. She, <laughs> she did. And now she's hot, my babies. Yeah, she said, "Oh my beautiful black babies, I love you so much. I love her. Uh, she like a mama." Oh, oh, people was mad at Monique though about them dang bonnets. Why? Because Monique was like. Y'all don't need to be wearing them bonnets to the airport. <laughs> because they don't. <laughs> I don't know. I don't care. Me and my sister talked about this today. Actually, I understand. It's like, I understand what Monique is saying, but then I also am like, but the bonnet, <laughs> I, and Nick is, oh, he is like, uh-uh. He this is the thing. statement. I wear my, I'm a, see, the war on do-rags, I lived through that when it first started, back in the early 2000s, mid-2000s, the war against men wearing do-rags, black men wearing do-rags outside. If it's to the airport, if it's to the store, they had a problem with it. I did not enjoy that, because I felt like I'm black, this is my culture, I have hair that I'm laying down, this is what I do for my regiment. It ain't for white people, it's not for Indians, it's not for people that don't look like me. So, I see the bonnet the same way. The bonnet is not for people that is not for people that don't look like our black women. They wear that it's a part of their beauty regimen. It's cultural whether it's to the store. Mind you, black women are not wearing bonnets to classy dinners. They wearing bonnets to run to the store. They going to the airport, guess what? They about to get on this plane and probably go to sleep. They probably we don't know what they have going on, so it's kind of like a I get it. It's you know, it's it's a part. It's a part of us. It's our culture. I it's don't have long clothing. hair. Like if I'm at the airport, yeah. you're already kind of wearing comfortable clothing or like something you can sleep in. Some people dress up contingent on what they're gonna do when they hop off the plane. Yeah. But I mean, for the most part, if you're gonna honestly be on the plane for a few hours, you gonna be as comfortable as possible. And if you're gonna be sleep, it's like I get why am I gonna put it on and then take it off and then it's like I'm on this plane. I want to keep my hair protected or wrapped up. Especially contingent like what your hair is. Like my hair is, especially my straight hair, it's not permed. Um, that heat? Heat, rub it up against something. If Especially if I have any type of curler thing where I'm trying to keep my hair curled. Yes. Or, you know, like protected in a sense. You I, have that's to why be, it's on. Black women have to do their hair. White women, they, white women in other cultures, they can get their hair done for prom and then go home and wash it out that night. Black women get their hair done for prom, 
that's going to be in their head for the next week or two, depending on what's going on with it. And so it's kind of like it's just a cultural thing. So I understand the bonnet. I, you know, I, I hear what Monique is saying, but I'm also like, as long as they're not wearing it to fancy restaurants and stuff like that, you know, I don't see an issue with it. So y'all know how you get on the Internet and we all get a good little laugh when we see some old fat white woman with like a shirt with her belly hanging out or when we see people just looking strange and stuff. Mm -hmm. And the thing about it is this. We would be the first ones mad at someone laughing or talking about us, you know, when we're out in public doing whatever it is we're doing, you know. So I guess the thing is don't do it and then when somebody doesn't take you serious when you when somebody's not taking you serious or they're not treating you with the utmost respect because you don't come out looking as if that's what you want to be treated by don't do it and then be surprised by it later and i think that's my thing the same thing with do-rags my dad was very strict on us look you don't walk outside with a do-rag on your head unless you have a hat and when i say a hat i mean like a scully on top of it because the only time that was okay is if your hair was wet for whatever reason other than that no you you didn't have a do on your head you know what i'm saying like okay cool here like i understand you know it's the thing you walk around you brush your hair and stuff but he didn't even like us walking around brushing our hair outside because you did that stuff inside you know what i mean that's the type of stuff that was okay i know that part may be different for women but you know hey you take a comb take a brush whatever you take that stuff with you, you women also have makeup bags and things like that i get that but when you walk around you know wearing you know with stuff on your head and then you go to an airport and do it you know hey you know, especially because you do have people that you may meet in an airport that may be professional, that may be tra traveling professionally. It's just more of a thing of don't expect to be taken seriously when when it's not, when, you know, when that's what you know, when that's what you have on. Especially if you walking around your bonnet old, it got oil stains or whatever on it. it. That stuff don't always be looking presentable. And not only is it a bonnet situation, but a lot of times when you have on your bonnet, you're also people be in pajamas and house shoes and Walmart with a bonnet on. And it's like, okay, come on now. You walked out the house. You know you could have did something to make yourself presentable. I mean, come on. Okay, this is the thing with that. And to that point, actually, that's one thing me and my sister did talk about. The, the It depends on what's happening. I think we should change. The culture needs to be changed. It needs to shift. You know how they said dreads. That's not professional. Now we're like, no, dreads are professional. Dreads you is a hairstyle. A bonnet is not a hairstyle. Well, hold on. No, but that's the same thing. Uh, a bonnet is a part of the black of black culture and what we wear. And the thing is, I think people should be taken seriously if they're wearing a bonnet. This is the thing. Yesterday, on my way to my party, me and my sister saw a young lady. She didn't have a bonnet on, but she had on this one piece. It was a short set one piece. It was little and tight. We could see the black of her nipples through it and we could see all of her butt cheeks and she had braids down to her uh calf muscles and she had on some thong sandals and the onesie didn't look super clean and it was just like she looked unpresentable a little a little stank if you will if you will right <laughs> for lack because of I a better like, word <laughs> i can see I, I can see the black of your nipple and i can tell your nipples are pierced through this that's not okay. That's not presentable. Had she had that on with a bonnet, I would have been like, you out of line because what you're wearing just in general is like, you shouldn't, that is not okay. I can see all of your assets. And so I think we need to change. This is me personally. I think we need to change. This needs to be a part of the changing, the shifting culture. White people should not look at us funny just because you're wearing a bonnet. Now, if your bonnet But stank, we look at them funny when they look funny. No. 
walking around with your belly out, the bottom of your belly out is going to be funny regardless of who it is. It, you probably going to laugh. But I feel like a, wearing a bonnet, which is cultural, having your belly out is not cultural. You just wearing two little clothes. Wearing your bonnet to sleep, yes, is cultural. <laughs> okay. But if you just run to the store around the corner from your house, I don't see the problem with that. If you're that. walking out the door, make yourself presentable. I'm not saying you got to put on a bunch of makeup, but there's nothing wrong with taking a couple minutes out to do your hair. All right. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay, for example... Um, edges. You gotta lay your edges down. So a bonnet's not the same as a headscarf, but as I was getting ready for my gig, um, you know, I lay my little baby hairs down, I tie uh, now I then tie a scarf over my head, and I leave the house. I didn't have to stop anywhere, but let's say I did. Had to stop at Walmart real quick, grab some lash glue or whatever. I'm not gonna take my headscarf off while I'm laying down my edges for a 10 second, a 10 minute or less trip into the Walmart for that and now you're not taken seriously by someone because of that i but just as soon feel as like i get to my gig i take it off because i'm laying my edges down and the longer that is on protecting my hair the better the better again like with my hair i mean but even you know um i think even white people could relate like go ahead on your uh but then i mean but that could still make you look even more unkept a hat on top have you ever seen a hat on top of a bonnet no, no, no. You don't have the bonnet on. He said take the bonnet. Basically. Oh, Nick, a hat's not going to lay down your edges. Is a, a loose bonnet going to lay down your edges? What's under the bonnet's going to lay down your edges, right? Oh, I mean, I, well, headscarves to me and a bonnet are like one and the same. Are they not? No. Nah. Oh, okay. I mean, this is a thing. Okay, because I, I, I wear do-rags, too. So, I mean, I think that they're one and the same. But because uh, to me, they both If it's something you can cover. That's what I was saying. Like, my dad used to be like, as long as you can cover it up. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't my dad... Walking around with a do-rag like it was a fashion statement wasn't a thing in my I house. I still do. That's not a thing. Uh-huh. We didn't do that. You didn't walk around. For what? My barber called Again, me gay it's not. It's ago. not necessarily the fact that it's a fashion statement. I think that's where people kind of get it yeah. misconstrued. It's random trips to Walmart. It's I'm in the airport and I'm keeping my hair protected. Like, I would wear a bonnet. If I knew I was going to hop off a plane and into, as soon as I land, I'm going to go to a nice dinner or whatever... I'm going to have to wear my bonnet with my curlers in my head while I'm on the plane because my curls can fall, my hair can sweat. All this can happen in a two-hour... Nick, think about this. As a woman who has long hair, or just hair in general, black, black people do not have straight hair. White people in the other cultures have straight hair. And, and don't let your hair be natural. Your hair cannot take the wind, the heat, the um, the changing temperatures, all of that stuff. It can't take that, and it remain looking fresh. And so, just With the other day, weather lately, I would keep. I I used to yeah. forget my bonnet or my my bonnet was on because I would have to like leave it on until I got to like my final destination where I'm showcasing myself because. I get out of my car, run into Walmart, dang, it's raining. My hair is now gone. Oh, yeah. How Don't. many of our grandparents do you think had to do that? Like, seriously. It's we not a thing. We know they did. No, so my thing is this. 
a lot of times it's just a matter of preparation and time put into, you know, making yourself look good and taking care of what's going on. Yes, I understand that things happen. I understand that things may be forgotten. But I also know that there is not a time that I would have ever, 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 ever seen my grandmother rolling out the house with no bonnet on her head. And she has the same time constraints that any woman today would have. Think about this, though. How old is your grandma? How uh, my grandmother is probably she's born in 1950 she's so. born in 1950 okay mm-hmm. she was born in 1950 that means she was like 10 she was in her mid-teens while the civil rights stuff was at its peak in the 60s so that means her mother was old enough to do all of this sort of stuff let's put it this way back then black people were hated in general didn't matter what they did did they was finna go clean up and that was just it and they still weren't I wearing think, bonnets outside no but this is the thing though in today's in today's times, what we're I think what a lot of people are saying is it's unfair to hold black people to the same standards or try to put these 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 white people, these other ethnicity standards on black folks because they we built different. We just are. I do get your point, though, of looking. I feel like saying that. I feel like looking presentable is not a white thing against black people. I feel like people are using that as a term of of a way to be oppressed when Mm -hmm. it shouldn't be. The thing about it is this. If I care about my if I care about my appearance enough, then I'm going to make sure I'm presentable when I walk out. You know what I'm saying? And I don't feel like I'm oppressed if I have to do it. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I know where I'm going. So I'm going to go ahead and take care of myself before I get ready to go do it. It's, I don't feel like it's a thing where I'm I don't feel like getting up in the morning and washing my face and doing my hair and doing that because I have hair right now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's a lot longer than what I used to do. So I feel like at night. If I know I got to do these things in the morning, I'm prepared for it at night so it could be done when I wake up. So I don't feel like making myself presentable is a way that I'm trying to live up to anybody's expectation or standard of me. I think tying the bonnet, the bonnet itself to being presentable and not presentable or not presentable is the problem. I think that's that's what people are saying. The bonnet itself should not be considered not presentable. What should be considered not presentable is walking out the door with clothes are too little, like that girl with her whole butt cheeks out and her areola showing. That is unpresentable because that's just unattractive. That's not right. You shouldn't do that. There are children. I shouldn't see that your nipples are pierced. I shouldn't see your whole butt cheeks. Because so at the end of the day, it's, it's a hair covering. Why is this hair coven, covering yeah. considered unpresentable? Yeah, that's what it is. Why is the hair covering considered unpresentable because when we it's just needed for our that, culture? We just established that when you typically wear it when you're sleeping. So that that in itself kind of makes it unpresentable. Because you, the thing about it is this. If it's something I wear to make sure that I'm looking presentable when I go out, when I take it off, then that means when you walk outside, you should be presentable by the time you left. Well, and I guess that's the misconception. Yeah. The misconception is... It's, it's for the protection of your hair. Yeah. Like, that's really what it's, it's for. It's not just for sleep. My do-rag, yesterday I wore my do-rag all day. You know why? The moment I took my do-rag off, we were outside for my birthday party. We're outside. My hair had been laying down. It was so hot. Within the first 10, 15 minutes, I was sweating in my head, forehead covered. All of this around my edge up began to pop up. Now, if I want to take pictures, I don't look so great. I don't look as fresh. And that's literally from 10 minutes. So I can understand a woman being like, yeah, I got natural hair. My wife got natural hair. She she literally curled her hair yesterday and walked outside. And now she got almost her roots then started to crinkle up the natural state of the hair. 
has she been had and so that's why i understand the bonnet the bonnet shouldn't be considered unpresentable or the do-rag should be considered unpresentable it's just something that we have to wear in general just for us like that's it's a cultural thing that we do white people don't have to worry about their hair popping up indian native americans don't have to worry about their hair popping up the wind can hit their hair and they gonna be good the state that te- the most they're gonna lose is like a curl their yeah, curls are gonna fall. The actual texture of their hair is not gonna change with the heat. They but, like black girls, their hair gonna get messed up. Yeah, my hair, if I get my hair pressed, like with Texas weather right now, I'm so happy that the Lord put on my spirit to get these because You'd um, be struggling. A, a press <laughs> wouldn't last me a day. Right, I get that. And so like I remember when I used to leave Miss Tammy's shop, some of the girls leaving the shop would get their hair wrapped and covered before they left the shop. Because the thing about it is it's for hair protection. It's not necessarily for a fashion for statement. fashion. It's not for sleep. It's for hair protection. So that way your hair can stay presentable when it needs to be presentable in another way, like for, for more formal or more less casual situations. If I'm laying around the house, normally it's on, if I'm doing a quick trip to Walmart, going back home, um, yeah, I'm going to keep it on. Now, like Jean said, out to dinner, anywhere that requires a more formal appearance. I don't know too many girls that's up in Rise, which is a, um, what is that? Um, Rise is a, uh, what is it? A filet, what is it? Uh, um, the restaurant we went to? Stir? No, Rise. Oh, the uh, yeah, where you got your, getting souffles. Souffle. Yeah, I ain't seen, I, I doubt I see a black girl up in Rise getting a souffle with a bonnet on. Right, Why so I guess my thing is this. <laughs> If the bonnet was worn when people were actually, I think I was, I think I would be okay with all of this in this conversation. If when I seen women with bonnets and stuff on, they actually look presentable everywhere else. Typically, it's a yeah, thing where nothing else okay. is presentable. So again, a lot of times, if you typically, and this is the reason why they have like dress codes in certain bars and clubs because they they make uh, people in their state of appearance will not do certain things based on how they look, based yeah. on how they're presented, okay? That's why they always say like, no jeans, no gym shoes, because typically nine times out of ten, if you're not wearing, if you dressed up nice, you won't be fighting, all right? And that's just one of the reasons why they do yeah. it. So, again, if people, if women, when they were wearing their bonnets, were dressed, you know, when they went in public and did this, like you said, the girl had on braids yesterday, her areolas were showing and stuff like that. That's nine times out of ten when you see women with bonnets in public, that's what they look like. And I know this one didn't have a bonnet on, but it's usually like some pajamas and a shirt and no bra and, you know, and house shoes in the store. And it's like, put some damn clothes on before you walk out the house. So what you're saying is, the bonnet is okay if they got on some decent clothes. If you were presentable when you walked out in general, yes, I probably wouldn't even have a problem with it. Like okay. I said, I personally throw on a hat if I didn't do anything with my hair. It is, it's as simple as that because nine times out of ten, I'm about to go back home. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I get myself, when I'm walking out the door, if, I'm, if I know I'm going to be gone for a while, typically I have gotten myself together the night before. And again... I don't think, I mean, and I know for a fact I have never seen my grandmother walk out the house with any type of hairdressing on her head that she did, when, that she had on before she left the house. And I and it's not a white thing. It's did not she about, have wigs? No. Okay. Because you know back in the 50s and no, 60s, they people was, wore wigs. They I was good that. for I'm wigs. Under, they were real quick to throw in a wig. Because but, why? That kept them from having to do what to well, their hair? To tamper it. with it. But also, <laughs> leisure is also different. Like, again, I don't, back in that time, I don't really think that 
five they minute trips to down. Walmart was a thing. No, because leisure was different because they didn't have as much of it. Because back in the day, no, they didn't have the time that they have now. So a five minute trip to Walmart wasn't the case. So that's why they prepared for it. That's why they had big trips to Walmart and they made sure that when gro- before groceries or something were gone, they had more. Right. Yeah. I'm Times talking about running to go. Get, yeah, that, and that's the thing. It's they like, don't. You, Times you, have you, changed. You do. Like, People yeah. used to wear Saturday on the morning weekend. grocery shopping when you spend two hours in the store and it's a day full of errands is a very different day than, oh, shoot, I forgot some lash glue. I, I don't really some feel lash like they glue. did that back then. Like, let me go run to Walmart, grab some lash glue, come home and finish getting dready. Yeah, like, I don't think you know they what I'm saying? That. Like, it's different. Like, so, I'm going to go Okay, home. so, but now I'm not going to make excuses for people just not being prepared, though, either, because now that's what that turns into. I'm not about to make excuses for people. Well, they're getting people. prepared. If I don't have to be somewhere until 6 o'clock at night and I'll go get lash glue at 10 o'clock in the morning, like. But what we're saying with that argument, though, is back in the day, people were ready for their 6 o'clock Friday night when they went to the store last Sunday. They didn't before, have the privilege of before, leisure, though. We before, have the privilege of leisure. Okay, so the privilege of leisure does not mean that you sit up there and lean on leisure as your, as, as, as your main timekeeping, either, though. I mean, but the privilege of leisure is also because, again, when you stay ready, you I don't have to get ready. I know yeah. what, you see what, what I'm saying. What you're starting to lean into is, like you said, the um, you sh- base. It's almost like you're saying basically, why are you running to Walmart the day of, in your like twenty minutes, thirty minutes, or an hour before you supposed or to be? Even, you're supposed to be at. From what he's saying, it could be five to five hours before. Yeah. Why are you doing this five hours before? Because you, you should that did this late, yesterday. That you're already late. That's kind of what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're if you're rushing that much, there you're no already late. Mi- there are no 12-minute, there's no 12 o'clock midnight runs to Walmart in your world, is <laughs> it? Or, like, for example, <laughs> what I would say is when I, I drop Izzy off in the morning for school. Now, I agree with what you were saying earlier about being overall presentable. Before like, you start, I, let huh. me say this. My mother would have, ne- my mom knows she would have never embarrassed me rolling up to school, not rolling up to my school. Not looking presentable. I might as well not look presentable at that point. Yeah. There is never a time my mother would have got out got out of her car to walk up to my school. Oh, and you said, don't get out your car for this. Yeah, no. you. I would hope not. She oh no, nowadays you don't get out your car. They don't have it to where you can like. They prefer you not to get out. Your in car. general, yeah. If my mom, if because first of all, people knew it's my mom and they would way. they would yeah. see her. Hey, hey, Miss Carney. Hey, Miss P. Whatever they called her. But you definitely, she most definitely was not getting you know whirling up to my car from the neck up in my school. You know, like not presentable. It wasn't happening. Then again, I also know that my mom has a different texture of hair. I get that. Trust me when I tell you, my mom's hair down her back, and when she, you know, but my mom's hair is also one of them hair textures just like mine. The heat does mess mine up too. My mom have a fro on top of her head. It'll be a fro right here at the edges and straight in the back. But guess what? My mom is still not wearing no damn bonnet outside. My mom don't even own a bonnet. So when How I does she lay her hair down? She uses a scarf, but she doesn't wear it out like that. My okay. mom is not wearing no scarf out like that. She don't wear, just, how does she she don't wear her hair out? Frequently, my really? mom would throw her hair in a ponytail before she did anything okay. else. She would, okay, cool. Let me go ahead and throw this in a ponytail before I walk out the door like this. Okay, because I tell my mom straight up, you're not doing that. But I mean, I, I agree to your point to an extent. Like you said, I think that if everything else, like I said, when I left today, my makeup was done, my outfit was cute. If the only thing I would have had on was a bonnet, it would have it would have told the story of what's going on. If that makes any sense. If you would have had a bonnet on in your car, and then you went to from de- from home to the destination, and well, you took your bonnet honest, off in your car before I you walked in, that's different. In the Walgreens and grabbed a a pop. So I stop in the Walgreens. I Nick grab is a not pop. with this bonnet. No matter how we try to <laughs> flip no, it, because you better get out like, your car, take it off, and then put it back on back yeah, in the car. He, like, yeah, he not with the. It don't matter. He like. I mean, nah. but I can. I mean, I can still like. I mean, I, I respect perspectives, but I also can understand like certain occasions call for certain things. But I do understand. 
the bonnet has made to look very sloppy based off of like people wearing it without um, they're wearing night clothes a lot of times yeah so it's like I can definitely understand associating nothing that you're doing that, but I can definitely understand why people associate it with being unkept because it's not like we're walking around with people with their face be bad bees and it looks like they're only wearing it to protect they their the hair. Because they take the bonnet off and your hair still look like shit. Yeah. Oh. Seen so, that too. It's not like you got. It's not like you take your shit off and it's like boom, it just dropped down and it was done the whole time. No, nah. that's what mine's do. <laughs> I see people take <laughs> their bonnet off and their hair still off, be that's bogus. What and I'm it's like, like hair, because that's the point of to me wearing it if you're gonna wear it out. And all of that, but um, because that's what I would have to do. Yeah, like I think I said, we're trying to give way too much credit to where it's and I can not, respect and it's that. Due, like that you know makes sense. Like, Monique if, has a strong point here. Like, look, you know what I'm saying? Like, it is what it is. If you walking around looking like Sleepy Tom, that's very different. And because that's what somebody had put. He had made a post about it. He was like, I've seen rock. I've seen women in bonnets who who can look regal, but I mean, they were also like African hairdress bonnets, and they were really nice. They were nice, and then their faces are very beat. So they do. It almost looks. It, it looks intentional. That's the word I'll use. Yeah. It looks intentional because that was literally a scarf. I mean, the head wrap, the headdress be wrapped matching the shirt and the dress. You know what I'm saying? And like, right. So there, there's a know, way in like, which you yeah. can go about yeah. it, and I do, I do agree to that. Because I mean, bonnets have come a long way. Them big yeah. bonnets. They should. I do believe they should not be looking like old girl yesterday with areolas out and cheeks. Exactly. And I think that people associate, and I, I can understand that associating like. Yeah. Just and I think that's what needs to happen. We we associate the bonnet with looking unkept, and I think there are people who wear it not looking unkept. Yeah, and but more often, I can honestly admit, if I'm being real, more often yeah. than not, if I see somebody in a bonnet, it, they are in their pajamas. Um, I'm I'm lucky if I see somebody in like sweatpants and a sweatpants. I can understand because sweatpants at and least a you took some time out to put some clothes on and you didn't walk out in what you went to sleep in. They don't normally look presentable from, they don't normally look presentable from neck because down. Because trust me, yeah. no, every time I go to Walmart, no, I'm not throwing on an iron shirt or anything like that. No, I will throw on some sweatpants and walk out, but it's also sweatpants. You know, like it's meant to be worn out. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. But if I know I'm going out after that too, you're definitely not going to see me in sweatpants. And so I can respect that. I mean, like I said, there's a time and a place for everything, and then there's a way in which you can go about it. It's true. And I do feel like, like you said, not saying that you're like, ooh, okay for it, but I definitely think that there's a definitely a look where it's like, oh, she's just trying to protect her hair while she does this, opposed to she like she just rolled out of the bed and rolled up in here. Facts. And I think that if there was more people that looked like they were trying to protect their hair, opposed to I just jumped out of the bed we wouldn't be having these conversations. Yeah. Um, but I think we have these conversations more so because people, um, the bondage is a package. Yeah. And That's the, why I understand yeah. both. I, the packages. I'm like, I get it. I'm wearing my house clothes <laughs> and your house clothes typically is that dang house dress, that moo moo, <laughs> that dang moo moo and some house shoes, some old raggedy slides that you're wearing. Ooh, the dirty flip flops and they be white. Yep. Un, uh, and chip toe nail polish oh, and all of that. And then you're like in the Walmart. Uh, um, so I can, I can understand both, I, but I do. Cause I mean, you can tell even at the airport, you can tell when someone looks prepped and prepared for their trip. Cause they will be at the airport. I've seen women with their bonnets on and their neck pillow. But they have like a cute little they have clothes on. Yeah, they have clothes on. Or even if it it looks like an athletic leisure or one of those outfits where it's like, is that pajamas or is it is it just lounge clothes? Yeah. Like they're you know, there there's clothes made for that. <laughs> they're called lounge clothes. Yeah. So they'll be at the airport with their lounge clothes and their neck pillow and their bonnet, but they face be like a little done. They be looking refreshed. Yeah. And so I, I guess it. that's what it because you do you do if something happens, A, like Nick said, I want to be able to take my bonnet off and it's like hair. 
um, fab in the air. But also, if you get arrested, you don't want your mugshot looking looking rough. I don't know. Like that's like I told y'all, that's an irrational fear of mine. It's an ugly mugshot. No, me, mine too. <laughs> For real. Or it going is to a the, really weird. It's or a really to go to the hospital and you got like dirty drawers or dirty socks. Like oh. I always walk out the house clean. Like I'm. Yeah. All, I wake up in the morning and when I tell you, it's a whole routine. Like hold on clean socks, clean drawers. Like, we not, you're not going to catch me in these streets slipping. It's not happening. You yeah. will not. I'm not going to lie. It is a, a real irrational fear of mine to have yeah. a mugshot. That's one thing, because that's one thing we always learn. Like, if you ever got to get, like, taken to the hospital and they got to cut you open and your your socks and your drawers nasty, like, what yeah. are you doing? That is not great. I just, I would hate for y'all to, because it's public record. I would hate for y'all to pull me up and I'm, I'm looking like a bing 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 You know what I'm saying? Y'all know how cute Lil' Kim's mugshot was back in the day? Like, she wasn't caught slipping, y'all. Oh yeah, that's goodness. what I want. I want to be able to be like... My thing is... Throw a little I smile if you neither need of to. you doing anything to accidentally end up with a mugshot. I know. I don't know why that's an irrational fear of mine. I'm glad you call it an irrational mine. fear. Because I know it's like... it is. It's a very irrational fear. And I think that's probably why, because I don't see anything happening. So it's like something, I'm just afraid something going to catch me slipping one day. I don't know what I'm <laughs> slipping on, but I'm slipping and it's like. The fear of slippage. <laughs> I I mean, just there's some soap I don't see and I boom, boom, fall. And it's like, I want to be, I don't want to, because I mean, Gene, you're my friend. I don't want to be able to be like, friend, I got arrested. Even if it was on some accidental stuff and you pull up that mug. <laughs> No one wants that. Yeah. You know, what if I become a celebrity? I just feel like celebrities are bound to mug shots. Yeah. So, like Chloe got her dang mug shot. Oh, I remember that <laughs> one she had. I again I don't watch a lot of them shows, but I remember snippets. And I remember back in it was like twenty eleven, Chloe was walking down the street barefoot with I think her mom. And she was like, Well, whatever, mom. I don't care. Like, it's just I mean you're, she was just going off about nothing really. See what I'm saying? She looked like she looked like uh, one of the uh, the Flintstones out there barefoot in that little one yeah. one piece dress walking down the street. It was like, what is happening? Her hair was undone. It was. Yes. It wasn't. She was not looking happy or great at that time. It was funny. Very yeah. bad day. Gene, yep. you're my friend. I, if I had a bad mugshot, even if I had the fact that there's a mugshot that exists, you would put that on a cake. Yeah, you would. <laughs> I, what was Chloe doing to get arrested? I don't remember. It don't even sound right. I, it, exactly. Chloe got arrested for doing what? All I, all I can see is coming over here and you'd be like, hey, I got some cake in the kitchen. And then I'm going to give me some cake. He will let you have yes, it. Yes, it's a picture of me with my mugshot. So I'm afraid of more of what comes with the mugshot than the actual mugshot. Lord. So it's like, I, I just have a stupid, irrational fear of it. So I'm always like, okay, cool. But I mean, again, but I mean, this war on bonnets. I mean, there was a few dudes on Twitter that was like, I stand in solitude. With my sisters <laughs> and their bonnets. And it was men who had like dreads. I mean, who had locks and all of that. And they had their bonnets on. Wait a minute. Why does Kim keep a framed photo of Chloe's mugshot in her condo? <laughs> that's petty like you. <laughs> exactly. Oh, that's so petty. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you do that? You can't tell me that ain't something you would do. <laughs> Come right here. Be right hanging up. Oh my goodness. <laughs> that is so rude. It is. <laughs> I would die. Yes. I would have taken that mugshot down and broke it so quick. Kim That's has no probably way. a billion copies of that picture. She probably does. <laughs> I mean, Chloe don't look too bad in the photo either. It's the fact that 
it's a mugshot. Yeah, the fact that we know it's the mugshot is what makes it bad. Oh and it's framed. Yeah, framed in the house. Like for the thing about it is, I don't think I would do anything that would lead to charges. Let me say that. But I'm also like, I don't, you know, I'm reckless. Like, I could just see me in Vegas want to have a good time and be like, yeah, let's try it. And, and then, getting booked. Yeah, and getting booked. And it's like, we're going to let you go because you're stupid. But don't do that again. See you in court <laughs> Monday. Get the out. weekend went to jail? Recently? No, just in this one he had that chupacabra on his head. Mm-hmm. When did he he got Same a mugshot? Look at Justin Bieber's stuff. See, I want a nice one like Justin's. Justin looked coked out. Justin knew he was getting out. <laughs> he looked happy. He like that's a, that's a privileged mugshot right too there. Happy. It looked mm-hmm. too happy, so it make him look deranged. Yeah, because it's your mugshot. You shouldn't be smiling like that. That's when he knew that he was like this. Is, that got him some street cred. So I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna be smiling in mine. Just put your hands down. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> you laughing because you can see it. I could. What is Shia LaBeouf looking at? I don't know. He too was coked out. Yeah. Like, like, like they on a trip. Bruno a Mars' mugshot still cracks me up because you could tell he when it says Bruno Mars was arrested for crack cocaine. Oh, you knew he that, was. Yes. You could tell from looking at I'm that picture. He like, like yep. Sammy Davis Jr. in that picture. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. It was like Bruno. I'm glad he ain't got caught doing no more coke. That don't mean he ain't doing it, but mm-hmm. he, he ain't got ain't caught, caught doing it. Right, that's yep. right. He not doing it in public these days. It's fine. Yep. yep. So I just, like I said, it's you know, coke's it's a classy a, drug. A, it is very classy. It is not classy. <laughs> it is very hard. It is a very hard drug. <laughs> yeah, but it's classier than a uh, crack. How is it so classy? It's, fine. it's no needles involved. <laughs> oh my gosh! You take your little and then keep going. Yep. Oh no! Did y'all ever see <laughs> I'm just flights? Kidding. What? Did y'all ever see the movie Flight with Denzel Washington? I never watched yeah. it. Oh, y'all gotta watch it. You told that. me that. I think we discussed well, Speaking of movies, you taking bumps. Either in that movie. y'all seen see? Two Distant Strangers? Nope. I think. It's like a 30. Let me see Bruno right there. Oh, see they won the Academy Award for Best uh, Short. Oh. Yeah, yeah see. It you almost just ruined knew. my happy. It got Travis Scott in it. No, that no, not Travis Scott. What's his name? Uh, Joey Badass, I think. Something like that. Yeah, it got that oh other one. Oh, my gosh. Right. If you get a chance, we got to talk about the next episode. Ugh. Oh, you put me on the timeline to watch the movie? It's 30 minutes. Yeah, it's a short. That's still kind of long, sorry. No, when you watch it, it's it's actually pretty good. Well, yeah. can I watch it on Netflix, Netflix, I think? yeah. It's actually, it's it's good and it's quick. So if, it if I tell up my you, recommendations, I'm going to be so mad. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm just playing. yeah. It's I like, can't I can't even. watched it. You know, I didn't willingly watch it. I got tricked. Who had you, who tricked you into Samantha? watching Samantha. Oh. She had told me about it, and I was like, oh, okay, yeah. It didn't sound very happy, and then I was like, well, okay, maybe it's not going to mess me up as much as it is. And we talked about it. You didn't remember? You didn't remember? See, that you don't pay attention to me. I, I told you what Two Distant Strangers was about because we talked about it winning the Oscar. You were like, oh, they won an Oscar? I said, no, they, Diddy and Terrence J and Kevin Durant, they are the producers on it, but they didn't win an Oscar for best best documentary. I mean, best best uh short. You can always tell Chloe's not paying attention when she follows up with what you said, and that's what it is. Yeah, so <laughs> that's why she got tricked into watching it because I told her what it was about, and she was like, "Oh, that don't sound like that'll be so part of my saying, happy." And then she, Samantha then tricked you because yeah. you weren't paying attention. She told me about it too, and I was like, mm, "I think I could watch." She was like, "It was really good," and I was like, "Oh, okay, really good." Watched it. I was like, oh, damn, my 30 minutes is like, this is heartbreak. It was. It was. It was very upsetting to me. Um, yeah, because it was with that cop and racism and all of that. Yeah, I mean, 
the only thing that saved it for me was I can't deny artistically. Don't tell me the end because oh, I'm not telling you the end. It. Yeah. Artistically, it was really good. Okay. It. It was inspiring from a creator's point of view because yeah. I told you when I went to Booker T, they told me um, a school, one of the schools that recruited me that I should have went to instead of trying to be a cheerleader in college. But that's another story <laughs> for another day. We know the story. <laughs> um, yeah, Why were you trying to be a cheerleader in I don't college? know. I should have just went to school for acting. I don't know what I was thinking. Oh, my God. But anyway, part of our acting was trying to be that damn cheerleader. It was. Yeah, no. <laughs> friend go to school yeah, to act and then you can like act a like a cheerleader no. you don't have to be an actual she cheerleader she watched bring it on right before she was picking a college and was like oh i think i want to do this that is what i want to be but yeah um he told me the job of the actor is to show the world what they're doing and they definitely did that okay so y'all um, don't have a creative eye i'm gonna be watching it like oh no when you watch it no about? when you watch it it's, it's very apparent okay great. like but that's what kept it from being so hard for me was yeah I got to watch it from a artist perspective. Like I would love to create something like that. Yeah, I feel um, that. That's more so of it. It was like that's the only thing that saved me because I was like, "Oh, this is tough." If it wasn't good, I would have been like, "I'm so angry at this movie." Because <laughs> <laughs> it did. It was not very happy. But it's only thirty minutes, so y'all should check it out. Y'all listening, y'all should check it out too. It it, it really is. Shout out to Two Distant Strangers. Yeah, it was. Although I haven't seen it. Yeah. Oh, I watched minutes. The Quiet Place too, y'all. I never even seen The Quiet Place one. Oh my god, so good! And the second one is really good too. So y'all would hate me. I'd be excited about stupid movies like Fast and the Furious, Transformers, oh. Marvel movies. <laughs> I'm excited about those as well, but I'm also y'all be talking about, about like real artistic stuff, and I'd be like, I'm not watching. Well, that. A Quiet Place isn't. It's a horror movie. Oh yeah, I know Quiet. Yeah, yeah. okay, yeah, Quiet Place. It, it depends good. on the rating. Okay, I'm going to be real, and this sounds real stupid, but if a horror movie is not rated R, I won't go see it. Oh, yeah, I think this one is. I oh, mean, it's rated yeah, R? Okay, rated R, I'll yeah. watch it then. Yeah, watch the first one. The second one is so good. I really enjoyed it. Like, okay, I'll watch it. They, yeah. They And I like what they've done. They've made their lead, like the lead actress. She, She's not actually deaf, but she plays a deaf girl. I don't think they originally thought that they would make their heroine like the lead chick. I don't think they originally thought she would be like the anchor of the film. Oh, is it like a parent when you see it? The second, yeah, the second one is it like, kinda, you kinda oh, like, oh, now you know, like, what, yeah. yeah, now you know, oh. They left it they, open for the fact that it could have been somebody else. Yeah, I don't think okay. they knew, yeah, that she would be like the lead person because, uh, you know, it has Emily Blunt in it. Wait, so does the movie. Just never mind. Keep going. What I was gonna buy. So does the movie like not have words in it? Because I'm gonna be real mad if I'm watching a movie. There's no, no words. No, it has words in it. Okay, cool. We're good. <laughs> but it has. So I don't much, have patience for stuff like that. Yeah, so it has. It has words in it. But they okay. do do a lot of ASL, American Sign Language. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does do a lot. I mean, of my that. god, kids. I do. I have to learn ASL for them. So now I the first one. Learn it. When you watch the first one, the the first part of the movie, because you have to understand what a quiet place means. What is what they're saying. The reason it has to be a quiet place is because the monster that's after them doesn't have any eyes, but it has hearing like a, like a hawk. Like, it can hear well, if hawks have great hearing. Right, they have great sight. But yeah, I know what you sight. mean, though. Yeah, mm-hmm. they have, their hearing is so impeccable. They can hear so much that they have to put sand on the ground oh, to for them to walk on it, to lighten their steps. Steps, okay. Because it don't take them long to get there to kill. And so they... um they need the sand and everything like that. So they spend the first, oof, I don't even think in the first one, I don't think they speak for the first 20 minutes. See, that would throw they me off. They just do, like, a, it's a lot of action place. happening, but yeah. they're, 
doing that a lot. Everybody learned ASL real quick. Yeah, they had to learn ASL for like the first like. <laughs> yeah, I was like when I first watched, I said, I know, I know this movie's called A Quiet Place, but I know they better speak at some point. So do they have subtitles for the ASL? Oh, of course. Okay, great. Yeah, but I'm trying to one, keep up, and I ain't got time. I have to. First of all, I hate subtitles. I hate reading. Yeah, it's so much action going on. I think right. you would you, you can get past the fact that okay, there's ASL going on. As long as I'm not, yeah, okay, that works for me then. Yeah, because I'm gonna be sitting up there like, would y'all please say something? Yeah, that first <laughs> one, because that's the whole thing. They can't talk, and they had the nerve to have a baby. I said, why would y'all have a baby? A See, I was so I mad in that when I watched that when first they do one. Stupid stuff like, I'm sorry. Woo. Throw that baby outside. <laughs> <laughs> throw the baby away throw the whole baby away cause you too loud you can't give us up you are not even gonna grow up to populate nothing cause you crying the whole time throw exactly. the baby out exactly I, I gotta that. feed you and you still crying Mm-mm. you when don't that, understand what's happening and that person when she was when I realized she was pregnant cause they didn't show she was pregnant at first throw her away too cause said, she's, a, she's a liability I said when did they have the time to do it thank you in this in these perilous times <laughs> want to do it want to get something right quick? I can't. I, I, it's, we're supposed to be quiet. They ASL and uh, <laughs> sex. Y'all couldn't ASL grab the condoms? Yeah. I mean, like, come on. Can we protect ourselves, Ooh. please? A baby. And they put it in a box and with oxygen. <laughs> the soundproof box. <laughs> That's not like Mortal Kombat when they put the baby <laughs> under the floor. <laughs> it's worse. It's even worse. I know. Could you Could turn this baby on like it's a bird when you cover it up, they get quiet? I'm, yeah. I'm done. And they got Mm-mm. the oxygen in there, and they got to keep oxygen <laughs> tanks. Uh, like, ooh, and y'all wanted to have a baby. What's wrong with y'all? Did y'all make the box soundproof? Did y'all do that? At yeah, least? they soundproofed the, the box and everything. <laughs> that made me mad when That's the first too one. Funny. I, I, I'm still mad about it a lo- low key. Like, even in the second one, because it's still a baby. Uh, I'm they have to go watch up. this I now when I get home. Baby, ugh. I yeah. can see you being upset about that too. Yeah, because it just seems so stupid. <laughs> It's a baby. It can't control anything. It's going to cry when it feels like it. That's what they do. Yeah. Another reason why you shouldn't have had one. It, <laughs> with with a mon- with monsters. Right. In the quiet place, you shouldn't have had a baby. Let's, yeah. let's use some common sense. For those of you who had babies, then you know, hey, good luck. Hope y'all make it. Yeah. But you know. So, yeah, there we go. Fat. All right. Ooh. So, Nick, you want to use your degree? Oh, yeah, sure. Um. So, you know, I was reading... You know, because I do so much preparation for for this. Yes. Uh, I was reading about, <laughs> Same. you know, the financial trends. And this trend actually is um, not so much to do with the, you know, like the investment market, but the job market. And it's really folks out here quitting their jobs because, well, I guess the investment market, too. They're really out here quitting their jobs because they're doing cryptocurrency. They're day tra- they're day trading with that, and they're trying to use that as their main form of income and not work as many hours these days. And I'm just like, uh, please don't quit your job. You know, to trade cryptocurrency, especially if you can't, if you're not turning it into cash to pay your bills. You know, I always it always throws me off when people do stuff like that because you have to prove income. You know, and one of my yeah. biggest fears is not being able to prove my income because I feel like I have to do it so often, you know. I feel I would want to be able to excuse me, to prove it if someone said, Hey, okay, well you say you make this much, can you actually, you know, show me something, you know, show me deposits and where they're coming from to prove your income. But yeah, and people don't believe people believe like that these markets last forever and they don't. So that's kind of one of the things right now um, is people quitting their jobs so they can 
uh, do trading. And if you're using it as a second form of currency, please do. You know, like that's dope. I'm always gonna, you know, tell people to invest, invest wisely. You know, educate yourselves on investment, but definitely wouldn't you know leave my main source of income to trade um cryptocurrency like at least use like regular stocks for it but that's what i got um with that being said proven income entrepreneurs pay yourself give yourself a paycheck like nick said so you can prove income your deposits and all of that um you know if you have a business account it helps if you from that business account you can set yourself up to receive a paycheck because that's proof of income. The fact that you're getting a deposit to your personal account, you have a paycheck, a W-4, you can do that. So I just want to piggyback off that. It has nothing really to do with the trading. Yes, sir. No, no, it's actually smart, though, because, you know, you and I discuss a lot, you know, when it comes to, you know, your entrepreneurship. And that's one of the biggest mistakes that I see people make is walking around not claiming any income from not paying themselves or, you know, just because – they're trying to avoid taxes or whatever reason, you know, or trying to, you know, claim less income to help with their taxes. Yeah. So, I mean, just make sure you're giving yourself some type of paycheck. Find out what your um, salary is or what you do in your business and you pay yourself because what your business makes versus what you make are different, regardless if you think they're the same or not. Um but I guess for my something extra this week, I just want to shout out Issa. You know, they wrapped up filming of the final season of Insecure uh, a few days ago. Hey. So shout yeah. out, girl. And she's going to be Spider Woman or Spider Spider something. I don't know. Spider Girl. Something. She got her little Marvel role. Not little. Let me not say that because I wasn't belittling her. But she got her a role in a Marvel movie doing her thing. Mm -hmm. So shout out, girl. You know, you Shout do out, it. Yes. Um, Issa so, coming over there straight guac to uh, talk about that. Yeah, girl. And like, let me DJ like a, I don't know, like a little powwow. Let know? her do that. Yeah. And you know, uh, let me get a spot on her TV show, you know, with one of my songs. A placement real quick. Yep. Let's make it happen. Okay. Bye. <laughs> bye, y'all. <laughs> bye.